All right, greetings and welcome to Better's Last Stand. This is the BLS Season Racing Preview. This is the first annual one of these, and I'm pleased to be joined by my cousin here, Mr. Sam Pavlik. He's going to be known as, uh, I guess, Racing Sam. How's that sound? I think when we call you in, what's your, what, what needs to be your call name when we have you on the show each week? You what just do you call me Sunshine. All right, Sunshine. Sunshine Racing Sammy, something along those lines. Uh, he's a great racing analyst. He knows his stuff on every circuit we're going to cover here today. And again, uh, for those of you who are new to racing, we're going to try to give you some rundowns through all the big series, the Open Wheel Series here with the Formula One and the Indy car, as well as the three circuits of NASCAR with your Craftsman, well actually it's not, it's Camping World Truck Series, and then your Xfinity Series, which is the mid-range, lower level of the stock cars, and then your NASCAR Cup Series. So we're going to go through all these series, go down through what we think is uh, interesting stuff as the season approaches, the Daytona 500, less than a week, well actually not quite less, but when you see this show, it will be less than a week away as uh, Jub will have this out a couple days before the 500, so you can get your Daytona bets in, your season-long bets, all that kind of stuff. We're going to be having uh, Sam on the show regularly on Better's Last Stand, so be sure and tune in each week for his racing picks. We're going to hopefully get him Skyped in here once we get the uh, the beautiful Pine Room Studio computer here. We're going to have you on. Uh, first of all, welcome, Sam. It's great to have you here, and uh, what are your thoughts here of Jub's beautiful lair? It's a pleasure. I think it's beautiful, but there's something's missing what what would that be beer job oh job yeah <laughs> yeah well it's not quite finished yet you know job he's got other uh commitments tonight he's a but busy no, guy it's beautiful he's always on the move so uh thanks to job and everything he does he's gonna get this uh, all cut up and formulated for us and out to the people so they can see and uh listen to our beautiful race previews as we go through all the uh mentioned uh circuits of racing it's a good time of year sam i'm really Really excited about racing in general. Uh, really excited to get your thoughts on all the all the ongoings. Uh, racing seems like it went through like a downtime for a while. Now I feel like it's hitting a major revival, uh, whether it's Formula One or NASCAR. I think both of them on the way back. And IndyCar as well. Uh, probably the best season of IndyCar in a long time last year. I think this upcoming year is the biggest year for IndyCar. Yes. Period. Right. For a lot of reasons, which we will get into. Yes. But overall, racing, I do believe it is on the up and up. Absolutely. I think it's getting more more uh, popular with younger people, which is good. Um, I don't know if they actually like the racing part right. of it, though. You it's know, just I don't all, know. The, all the all the flair and, the, and right. the, just the festivities right. and uh, the pageantry. Obviously, the Formula One, that, that going to those events is just uh, incredible. Uh, as we were talking about earlier, when uh, Chris and Dicey stopped in to say hi, um, the amount of money that goes into these race teams and just the, how much it costs to go to the races and the places that the races are. I mean, every place that, that F1 races is in some luxurious yeah. area. Oh, I guess for maybe the exception of Bahrain and some of those, <laughs> yeah. but but some of the Middle yeah. Eastern territories. Yeah. But I mean, all this stuff, beautiful along the water and these just uh, just pristine, beautiful places. Uh, just, just looks make believe. To be it, it does. It does. It looks like a video game. Yeah. It looks like something you're on. You know, you see on your uh, Xbox or your PlayStation. But uh, it's uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting time of year. I'm pumped up. I'm really happy. Uh, be glad to put football in my rearview mirror yeah. as we <laughs> head towards uh, Daytona next week. And uh, Daytona week's always really fun for me. And we're gonna we're gonna go through the NASCAR part of the, the uh, discussion here later in the show. But uh, just uh, just opening it up. Uh, you know, you got Speed Week coming up next week. Uh, what were your thoughts about the uh, Bush Clash? I guess that's what we're going to discuss first. Uh, 
just overall thoughts, uh, you know, any observations? I think we're, we're, we're different here. Yeah. I was not a fan of the clash. I actually had right. to turn it off at certain oh, points. Geez, just because yeah. there's so many. Yeah, no, cautions. no, I get, yeah, I get that. I just view it like if that's your opening race, right? That can't be the product. Right. No, I agree. I thought uh, when I was watching with several people, they made that comment too, and I agree. It 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 really took away from it. This having to stop. You had too many cars out there. Probably. Do you think that's a problem? Twenty seven for the first time versus yeah, the twenty three poles only. Yeah, it should probably only really be like a dozen cars. Because then when you when you have somebody spin, maybe you can get get you know a guy back around before they come back around again. But when you got 27 cars, I mean, you're getting to the tail end of that really quickly. So, and nobody knows who spun who, right? Cause it's like this, this, this guy, hits yes. the guy in front chain reaction, and he hits that guy. And yes. it's just, it's a disaster. Yeah. It was always like the third guy in line would tap the one guy and then he tapped the guy out in front and it was right. What do you yeah. do? And then who are you pissed at? And right. And yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it wasn't perfect. I, I, I think I liked last year's better only because it was kind of new and I didn't know what to expect. And I was thinking, well, even you know if it is if it does have hiccups, I'll be all right with it because I can. I'm just happy racing's back, and I thought I, I, the footprint out there in LA is huge for them. I mean, I know they want to get people to watch, um, and and that's that's important, I guess. But uh, uh, did they I, do a concert last year in between as well? I I want to say they did. I thought. Well, I can't remember. But Ice Cube was on, but maybe he was before. <laughs> so I, <laughs> right, right, right yeah, there. Yeah, Ice Cube was on. Yeah, Ice Why? Cube. No, I per, I didn't mind. I will take Ice Cube over uh, Wiz Khalifa. But uh, it's not their fault. No, it's I know. just like they had one of those uh, the Demilios yes. performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From TikTok, right? Right. How are how is an audience from TikTok gonna right. watch a three four hour race? <laughs> I know, and you know Jump I mean? says all the time about the attention spans is uh, the shortest it's ever been for people, like eight seconds, and uh, I guess the laps were about eight seconds, but that's <laughs> right. about it. Right. Because, uh, yeah, no, I thought they drug it out too long. I thought it was way too long of a day for the drivers, for the fans. Uh, I I was happy to see it back, and, uh, and you know, I enjoyed betting on it, and uh, I had Truax, so I was happy about that. But, he uh, was flying. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm big on him this year. Hopefully, he can keep some momentum going from that. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm a Clash fan, but maybe they need to move it somewhere else. I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard to move it out of L.A., though. There's got to be another track there. Right. Yeah. I know it's the Rose Bowl. That's the whole yeah. thing, the scenery. the It's, yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if that ultimately is what is what they were going for, but I, I get it. They're bringing they're bringing a whole different demographic of people into it. So I think, you know, take take the good parts of it and uh, move on. Thank God it was not a, a points racer. You'd have Ugh. guys like just going Pissed. nuts, uh, scorched earth, as if there wasn't enough of that uh, to begin with. I, well, because teams show up and they don't even get the race. Yes, like RFK. Yeah, I know. Um, it it's you put all that time in. And, uh, you know, it, it is. It, it, and, it, and you really are just dependent on, well, not only do you have to have a decent car, you got to just hope that you can get enough luck that you don't get spin at the wrong, spun at the wrong time and that you don't, you know, miss the cutoffs or whatever. And then you got to race your way in uh, for, the, you know, the last qualifiers. And then there's just so much pressure on these guys. And, uh, you know, not that they can't handle that, but it, it's, yeah, it's a lot. I think I think you would see that the drivers are probably ready to, uh kind of move on from that but um i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens i what do you think of the uh the re-emerging of the uh kyle bush cherry logano rivalry i think is uh 
you know, got a little shot in the arm last week. I, these rivalries in NASCAR are good for the it. sport. They're Do you back. agree? They're back. Yeah. So you got you got the uh, the rookies carrying over here with the you know Gragson and Gibbs. I mean, that's going to be just a just a killer I battle know. all season long. Um, Danny just, and Ross. Yeah, Danny and Ross. That's not done. Carrying There's that no on way that that's from last done. year. And uh, just a, a lot of cool storylines. Um, for those of you who aren't aware of that, uh, uh, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin have a little feud going. Uh, actually, Denny Hamlin got some feuds with a few guys. I know William Byron and him had a little run in last year. So, and then Logano and Kyle Busch have kind of had, uh, you know, back and forth throughout their careers. Uh, both very aggressive drivers, very good drivers, and uh, you know they're they're going to be uh, guys to watch this year. Both of them. Uh, Logano, the defending champ, Kyle Busch, the new team, uh, lots of good things to look for from him this year. And then you got the uh, the Gibbs and Gregson, the two rookies coming in from the Xfinity series. Uh, you know, uh, Gibbs being the grandson of uh, Joe Gibbs. Yeah, he's got a great team, and Noah Gregson's a really talented driver too. So I think you're going to see lots of good things out of those guys. They both uh, pretty much dominated the Xfinity series uh, last year. So uh, – Great stuff. Uh, you got AJ Allmendinger coming into the cup for full time. Uh, yeah, it's it's a there's a lot to unpack in NASCAR, and we're Tons. gonna we're gonna talk all of Tons. it uh, right now. Uh, Sam, any other th- closing thoughts on the on the clash or and anything uh, just initially that you're excited to talk about here tonight? IndyCar, okay. IndyCar more than any other other series. Great, just because there's a lot a lot going on. Sure, but I'm, overall, I'm just happy that racing's back. Yes, you know? it's a great time of year. Racing is on the horizon. Um, we're going to take a break here on our first segment. We're going to come back, and we're getting right into the open wheel stuff. We're going Formula One and IndyCar, and then we're going to close it out at the end with our third segment, which is going to be the rundown of all three NASCAR series. So we appreciate you joining us here on the first annual Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Show. Sam and Matt here for the Pine Room guys here in the studio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back into the Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Show. Sam and Matt here. We're getting into our open wheel segment here. The first uh, up for us right now is going to be Formula One. Uh, just incredible stuff. Uh, continue. I continue to just grow to a bigger fan of Formula One every year. I, I, I think I like it so much because you're one of the only people I can actually talk to about these races. They're at like 6 and 5 in the morning all yeah, the time. Yeah. And uh, I know most of the people that I that I know aren't even up then, and most of them probably wouldn't be watching Formula One racing, which I encourage them to do. So uh, Formula One's a great, great circuit. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, be sure. Great value. Tons of betting offerings. If you go into your DraftKings, your FanDuel, your Caesars, all your different books in whatever state you're watching us from, uh, check it out. It's really, really growing, and, and they continue to add things every week. Sam, if you go through the DraftKings menu alone of of F1 on a Sunday or a, actually a, you know Saturday night or whatever, it's incredible how much stuff is in there. Yeah, it's it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. They've realized where the money is at, yeah. and it is in F1 and in all the sports books. And, and pretty, pretty much 
anything you can bet on is there. Like anything you can imagine, it, whether it's exact outcomes, uh, obviously all your matchups, your top finishing uh, makes of cars, your uh, top finishers excluding the, the the big three teams. I mean, you have everything. You can you can actually do these two and three guy parlays where uh, you know Max Verstappen wins, uh, uh, Charles Leclerc finishes second, and then so and so third. I mean, you they're almost like they're almost like uh, uh, trifectas in like horse racing. You you have so many options and and they pay really really well. So it's uh it, it's great time to check that stuff out again. Uh, Better's last stand. We will have our picks every single week for you as as the season starts. The F1 season kicks off here in March, and uh, you know it, it's it's right around the corner. We got testing coming up for these guys. We got uh, people they're they're securing their rides. They they're getting their uh, their teams in order for this incredible endeavor. It's just it's such an expensive sport, and the amount of money that goes in, in the amount of time, and just just being able to the ship these cars across the world and uh it's it's really quite impressive sam i i, I gotta say I, I would actually like to ask you a question yes please the williams team yes what the hell are they doing <laughs> i mean well, honestly a, yeah, a team I mean, with that much history that yes. much legacy in racing they shouldn't have to put up with what they've had to put up yeah, with. Yeah, now what do you know about this Logan Sargent guy? I mean, is I he... know he's an American from yeah. Florida, and that's that's about it. Honestly, I, I don't know much about him. I yeah. really don't. So, folks at home, uh, if you're not familiar, Williams has been in, in F1, you know, basically since the beginning. So, right. uh, it's it's one of the, you know, legacy-type team, but it's really falling on hard times. It's, it's basically uncompetitive. And, uh, you know, Alex Albon is uh, back for them. And then Logan Sargent, a, a newcomer to the uh, F1 circuit, it is is stepping in here. And, uh, you know, you just don't know uh, Nicholas Latifi who exits with. They ain't missing <laughs> He's anything be with than him. Latifi. Yeah, he Latifi. Basically, you could uh, fade Latifi every week if you can get him matched up with just about anybody. Um, you know, and, and we'll get further into that as, as the season goes on. And, and if Williams, hopefully Williams can be on the rebound here, but I, I don't, I don't see much. I don't see much out of them. I, I'm really not, uh, certain that they're going to, uh, be where they need to be, but, uh, it, it's, I don't know. I, it, it's going to be a tough go for them, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. I guess you never know. You never say never with Williams, but. Actually, we got to stop the show for a second because Ace just texted me and he's outside. Beautiful. All right. Back here on Better's Last Stand, the racing preview show. Ace just interrupted us briefly. Had to get him some nailer tickets. So uh, Go nailers. Yeah, go nailers. Uh, we'll get talking about them. You can check us out on our regular show on WKKX every Monday, 2 to 3. We talk to nailers on there regularly and uh, even mentioned it on the Better's Last Stand show. Anyway, all right, let's get back into where we were. We were talking Formula One. We were uh, lamenting about Williams and how they're probably <laughs> up against it's, it again it, this year. It's just tough. Like, when, when they first signed Logan Sargent, I thought it was great for him. Right. But I think it's just for him, just a foot in the door. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that, getting the F1, Stepping stone, right. it pretty much has getting to Getting F1's be. pretty tough. What, what do you know about the circuit that he came from before? Not much. Yeah. I, honestly, I think a lot of these drivers have more money. Right, you than, think that's than, kind of than, than propelling the them? Which, which when, right. when I get into IndyCar, I'll right. go. I'll touch on that more. Sure. But if anyone doesn't know, a lot of these F1 drivers and the Formula Three, Formula Two, the whole circuit that leads up to that, you got to have. I mean, in the karting too, you got to have a lot of money. Right. A lot of money. 
yeah, and just financial backing to be able to sustain and, and deal with so many things, yeah. changes in, in, in uh, car malfunctions and damage cars and just the amount of money, people don't even think about it, you, the amount of money that is spent on repairing these cars after they're damaged, especially these F1 ones. I mean, these are fine-tuned machines. It's not like NASCAR where you get a little bang up on the fender, although these new generation NASCARs, they pop right out and stuff. But like in the old days, you got guys driving around with duct tape on <laughs> right, and fenders right. uh, hanging out and no no front uh, grill. And yeah, it just, these F1 cars, very they can sustain very little damage like very where little. they can actually run. Uh, safely and even be able to compete in, in any speed. So uh, it's it's incredible. If you haven't watched Formula One, highly recommend it. The nice thing about Formula One too is their their two hour racing window basically, and you can't beat you it. Said it. You said it's it. Perfect. It's a guarantee. You yeah. know, and they have to finish the race within that time. Right. You know what I yeah. mean. So it's like you have forty laps. You can only get in the yes. last twenty. That's Whoever it. wins is in the last exactly. 20. It's beautiful. Yeah. There, there's no like six-hour races that you're waiting on to see who wins and uh, just no rain drags delays. out. Rain delays. Yeah. It's a great thing, too. Uh, they're pretty much all weather, uh, barring uh, waves being out on the track. Yeah. Which yeah, been there a couple of times in the monsoon rains over in Asia. But uh, it's a great it's a great circuit. The, the, the stuff is just fantastic, and it just gets continues to get better and better each year now the only thing that i will say about f1 where uh i know you'll make this case when we talk indie cars is the uh competitive balance in formula one uh it's just so far off i'm hoping that it it, it comes back a little bit uh, for those of you uh unaware max verstappen uh, he's the red bull lead driver he's now looking for his third straight championship uh red bull kind of dominating right now with led by him sergio perez his teammate Won a couple times last year. Very good driver in his own right. Uh, but Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes right now are the three teams on top. Ferrari started the year last year as people were thinking they were the team to beat. And they just had mistake after mistake between Charles Leclerc and uh, Carlos Sainz. Uh, just, just if they didn't win the races or, or compete to be second or third, they were crashing out. It was an every week thing. Uh, they were under a lot of pressure. So Ferrari definitely did not meet expectations last year. And then Mercedes, I would say, and I'm anxious to see what you think about this, Sam, started the year off uh, not not good, not up to speed. I know the guys weren't happy. Lewis Hamilton, probably the most successful driver in this circuit. Most of you have probably heard of him. Uh, he's kind of been dethroned by Verstappen in the last couple of years. But Lewis Hamilton and George Russell, two really good drivers, as the year went on, I felt like they got some momentum back. What did you think about Mercedes last year? Yeah, I mean, they started terrible. Yeah. It, you know, for, for, for Mercedes standards, right. it was yeah. terrible. You know, they just... They're, one, they're, they're on a podium every right. week. Yeah, they're a podium team. So they didn't start very well, but definitely as the season went on, George, Lewis, you know, they meshed as well as they could. George, you know, drove better. He did. I think. I, th I thought so, too. I thought he had a much better year. And, you know, that's something that Lewis is great because he's, you know, seven-time champ. Yes. He's not trying to prove anything. That's the good thing about right. Lewis Hamilton. He's out there. He wants to win, but you know he's not needing to uh, you know, pass somebody on the last lap to save his job kind of thing. Uh, George Russell is wanting to impress and, and stay with it, a good team like that, and I, I think he's really good. I, I expect I expect him to have a good season this year. Um, we'll uh, we'll get into some of our uh, season long thoughts, but those those three teams: Red Bull Racing, Ferrari, Mercedes are your three teams. Uh, who, who really are the top teams? So when you're when you're talking podium finishes in F1, and this is another thing you can bet every week on DraftKings, FanDuel, all the big books, uh, whether it's Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, they all got it. You can do podium finish. So uh, be looking out for that. It's the top three. It's a simple podium, just like an Olympic Games kind of thing. 
Um, so a good value on those. You can you can bet the manufacturer like Red Bull to finish on the podium, and you get two chances. Mercedes uh, on on down, and obviously when you when you get past those top three, if you can sneak a, a Alpine or a McLaren in there, or Alfa well, Romeo or something, luck. you you. Uh, then you really can get some good payoffs, but uh, it, it's it's a good bet. I, I like to make that bet. I make it pretty often. Uh, a lot of times, I like to make the uh, the two. So if you think the team's really going to run well, you bet two Mercedes on the in the po- on the podium finish. You can re- they pay really well. Um, it, it's a it's a good thing to be looking for, and we'll talk more about that as the season goes on, and we give you our picks each week. Uh, they're, they're opening up at Bahrain, uh, Sam, here in, in a few weeks here. It's the yeah. first weekend of March. They're, they're starting to unveil these new cars. Uh, what, what have you heard? Any, anything strike you as uh, interesting as these teams start to launch their 2023 versions of their cars? I mean, you, you touched on it earlier. I just hope it's not a Mercedes, Ferrari, right. and Red Bull. Yeah. Top three. I don't want that anymore. Right. I, it's, no. We get it. We know that they're the best. I have written here for, for, for Ferrari. Yes. Their engines. Yeah. They yep. need to make yeah. sure whoever's putting their engines together, tighten all the bolts and yes. all the screws. They had a lot of just unforeseen engine failures in like on the third lap of the race or the fourth. I, I mean, it's it, it's just incredible the amount of money they spend and how many mechanics they have working on these that somebody uh, didn't fix those up a little bit better. But you're right. If, they're, if their supplier isn't coming through for them, uh, then, then you know, it's kind of out of their hands. And it does suck for the drivers who work their butts off and then they, they get put in this incredible machine and it fails on them within five laps of, in the yeah. in the race. Uh, it's it's frustrating and uh, it, it's, it's got to be. It, it has to be because these guys are racing for their jobs, a lot of these guys. And, uh, you know, if you don't, if you have a couple bad years on these teams, you, you know, you know, they don't last. Like you're done. Like you're not, like you get a grace period maybe one year. And if you're not a Max Verstappen or a uh, 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 Lewis Hamilton, you're not gonna. You're just. You're not gonna get another chance. So look you, at Ricardo. Yes, yes. You know, Daniel Ricardo was on top. Like everybody thought he was gonna be great, and then uh, I got my McLaren shirt on right now. Uh, yeah, and he was horrible. Uh, just uh, so disappointing. And uh, even Mick. Yeah, yeah. Mick Schumacher. Uh, you know, a legacy guy. Uh, just a, a great racing name. And uh, you know, these guys. Even him, even he's not going to get chance after chance after chance when yeah. you continue to uh, struggle. And, and a lot of a lot of the struggles really aren't the drivers. I'd be anxious to see how a guy like Mick Schumacher does jumping into the Red Bull car or vice versa. But the thing about these Red Bull guys and the Mercedes guys and to some extent the Ferrari guys, when they're getting these opportunities in these top top of the line machines, they're making it making it count. Because even Sergio Perez had a good year last year. I mean, he's. He's plays second fiddle to uh, Verstappen, but he's a good racer and he's in in contention just about every week. Great teammate too. He he does what he needs to do to help the team succeed. And uh, I'm a big fan of his. I hope he continues to do well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of these, uh, just the some of the things that we want to see worked out in these cars. Obviously, we're talking about even in the playing field. That's going to be important. And and when you're betting. Nothing more important than, than starting to track these early in the season. Can any other cars win these races other than the top three teams? That's going to be a huge thing. Because the good thing, though, about the betting uh, markets now is we have offerings that you can kind of take those guys out and you can bet other things to make it to get some value. Because if you're just having those top three teams dominating each week, it's hard to find like, okay, you're going to all of a sudden uh, 
this week, uh, Zhou Guan Yu is going to win. Like it's like it's just it's you're going to get a monster payout. But it's not happening. But no. I mean, never I, win. I, I, I I'm wish. Sorry, it. I'm just glad Zhou Guan Yu's alive after last year <laughs> and his that, uh, eh? his horrible right accident. Um, most of you probably saw that. I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, some Opening of the th- some of the things that they had at these cars last year is the porpoising. And then uh, just with the uh, uh, the roll bar, the thing sticking in the ground and causing like he he his part of his car was so low it's stuck in the gravel and then he flips over. It's uh it's incredibly dangerous. As safe as these cars are, and if, if you haven't seen Joe Guan Yu's wreck last year, uh, what track was that at? Do you recall? I thought it was the British Grand Prix. Yeah, it may have been. I think I it was. George, it was. It was Great Britain. I'm pretty sure. Got out right yes, after that. He it was, was disqualified. Yes, he got, got disqualified for trying to help him. Uh, yeah, so Joe Guan Yu at uh, G- British Grand Prix last year, he, he had a, just a horrendous accident. You never would have thought he was alive after it. Uh, it just shows you how safe the cars are. And the halo is intact well. And he survived it. And he really wasn't even hurt, uh, which is remarkable. But they, these cars, they, they sit so low to the ground. And there's so much emphasis on speed and trying to be fast. Uh, where do they draw the line, Sam? I mean, I don't know, but if you you said that crash, if you're gonna watch the crash, don't watch a TV or a syndicated version. Get a version of somebody recording yes. it in the crowd, because then you'll really understand how quick he was on, yeah. you know, on top of and rolling and yeah, it's yeah, just nuts. Those those shots from the grandstand when he was coming towards them, and then hearing some of the reactions of the people, right? Like, oh shit, like this dude, he might yeah, come o- over come the, fence the fence and kill us. Like, and you know, and that thing is like, it's like. Almost the the equivalent of like a a plane or a helicopter like bottoming out on on, on the ground and coming at you like yeah. it's it's not like like a Volkswagen Beetles like you know coming towards <laughs> you downtown but uh yeah well they get Sam was coming in remarkably and he asked about the beautiful roads down here in Wheeling the wars uh, that was quite what a, is going yeah. on down here yeah I, I don't think we're gonna be having a Grand Prix of Wheeling anytime soon we got we got to work on the roads but Jesus. uh yeah so interesting perspective from an outsider but uh back to Joe Guan Yu he, he checked that wreck out uh, just to give you an appreciation for the risk these guys take in the in the amount of uh just speed and and just it's frightening how how uh, talented they have to be to be able to react and do the things that they do uh on these tracks and it's just uh unlike anything i've ever seen uh testing starting in bahrain coming up here in late february i'm looking forward to that uh let's talk about some of these new drivers what what do you know about this uh piastri oscar piastri from uh mclaren and any anything that sticks out on him anything you've heard i don't know a lot about him any? Honestly, I don't know too much either. I know he's obviously very talented because yeah. he's the he was a backup, you know, reserve driver right. last year. But man, McLaren's it's the it's the year. Well, it's I the hope year so. they have they have I'm, to figure it out. I'm hoping that they that they get because because uh, Ricardo, who we touched on earlier, did did virtually nothing uh, last year, which is which is just incredible because he had he had good equipment and Lando Norris, who's probably been. Next to Fernando Alonso, been probably like the next guy on the tier of cracking the podium, uh, you know, last year. Uh, and he may have had one podium, and I know Fernando Alonso at least had one. But uh, those that guy, uh, Lando Norris from McLaren, who we're, we're speaking of, he, he's kind of your next tier guy. So you got the you got the top six guys, Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc, Sainz, Hamilton, and Russell. And then knocking on the door, Lando Norris, he's a British kid. He's really good, likable guy. Uh, crowds love him. He's kind of been like the next closest thing. Valtteri Botas, before George Russell took his spot at 
Mercedes is a really talented driver, and he was winning races and competing in the top three every week. He's with Alfa Romeo again, along with Joe Guan Yu, who we just talked about. Oscar Piastri joins Lando Norris at McLaren. Uh, it, I really, this is a, like a wait and see approach for me. Some of these new guys, I, I'm not, I really don't know what to make of them. Nick DeVries comes in to AlphaTauri. Uh, Pierre Gasly, another guy. Is, uh, Rick, Daniel Ricardo, Pierre Gasly, Nicholas Latifi. I mean, those guys had dreadful seasons. They've all been replaced. We talked about uh, Logan Sargent coming in at Williams for Latifi. Uh, Nick DeVries in for Pierre Gasly at AlphaTauri. Uh, Fernando Alonso makes the move over to Aston Martin. What do you think about that? Sebastian Vettel, long-time long powerhouse in the sport, uh, long-time Red Bull guy, retired. Uh, what do you think? Uh, is that, that was an interesting move, though. I love it. Okay. I, I have written on these notes. McLaren, it's their year. Right. Specifically, Lando. He, I'm sick of hearing of you know how yeah. good he is without getting right. these. Right. No, he's got to get it done. Yeah. Because then it'll be silly season. Where is he going to go? But yes. for Aston Martin, I think this is the year that they really can prove that I the hope. money that Stroll is where he's putting it is going to pay off. I, I hope. I, I'm, I I'm think looking. that Alonso is a, a, a phenomenal person to have under or you know above Stroll to yes. teach him and to just be in that that organization. Right. Yeah. They. That was good. Yeah, you know he was good. He was at the end, but though. he was at the end, and I just think Alonso's got a lot left. I agree. He I had think a lot with Alpine. Fernan- Fernando Alonso is an incredible competitor, and uh, one of the best uh, to me, one of the best guys at starting races. He's so quick. Uh, Unbelievable. Way, the way he can pick off spots right in the first lap uh, is really good. So he's a guy too. I, I like to bet a lot to to finish in the top six or the top ten. That's another thing for. Uh, those of you uh, still getting into this, wanting to learn how to bet Formula One a little bit, you get the uh, the the offerings like the top six is a is a common one, um, and then the top the top ten, which in the top ten in Formula One you score points for your season long point total and your manufacturer's points. So those are important spots. Everybody wants top sixes. Everybody wants top tens. That's how these guys score points. Fernando Alonso was a guy that I bet a lot last year um, to. To finish in the top six, finish in the top ten, he was very reliable. Uh, he he leaves uh, Alpine and uh, you know he goes to a different team. Uh, I'm really excited to see how he'll do. And, and as Sam mentioned, Aston Martin, and I'm hoping that they can get to where they can compete a little bit with McLaren and Alpine a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, Alonso adjusts, but I like you say, he's very experienced, he knows what he's doing, and I think he won't have any problem. Uh, thoughts on Pierre Gasly making a move? Any Anything on him? I think that that's going to blow up. Yeah. I think they both still hate each other because they have like a rivalry between each other and their families hate each other. Right. I, I just, I don't see it working because all these guys, they bitch at each other all the time. Right. And now they're on the same team. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think it's gonna work. Yeah, he and Ocon. Yeah, uh, I don't. I I think I'm a kind of in the spot to fade the Alpine team this year. You think I don't. So? I don't know. I I don't. They don't. I don't know. They worry me a little bit. I I think they got good stuff, but I can see those guys um, having issues. But we'll see. I, I guess a lot of this. There's a lot of uncertainty coming into this, and going to be curious to see how we uh, do with the practice sessions and uh, getting these guys out on the track to see what. See what happens. What do you make of uh, Nico Hulkenberg to uh, to Haas? And, and, and does that even move the needle at all? No, yeah. not really. I think Haas is just going to have a bad year. Yeah, I do. They had they had some good momentum with the pole with Kevin Magnussen winning that, and right? A couple good finishes, but it's like yeah. the only American team. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just it's, tough. They have, they're yeah. in a they're in a tough tough road ahead. They just don't have the funds. They don't have. They don't. 
And I was wondering if Tenny Stewart would ever get involved. I don't in know if thing. Steiner's the guy to lead him. No, I don't think so. And I, it, it is sad to see some of these teams. You really just don't have a chance. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. You'll be able to notice uh, as we're giving picks out every week. We'll be trying to give you some value, some teams that can sneak in there. And, uh, you know, a few times last year, I remember you told me that uh, you thought, like, Vettel could get a top 10 or some of those guys. And that's what you got to look for when you're trying to make money in this because if you're going to bet uh, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen every week, you're just you're not going to make much money. I mean, Verstappen, though, sometimes can be a great bet. If he qualifies poorly or gets penalized and gets moved back, uh, you can get him down around even money. That's what I like to bet him. He won from 14th last year, which is unheard of in Unreal. this stuff. Yeah, so. Would you say, at all the series, do you think F1's the easiest to bet? Um, yes and no, because the one thing that, that hurts you in F1 is the mechanical failures. You just don't know. Like you could have the, yeah. the most solid guy on those, the perfect setup on the right track, whether it's raining or shining or whatever, and everything's perfect. And then just something fails in the car. Yeah. And not that that happens a lot, but like we say, these are really fine tuned machines. Like there, if one thing is off, if a pebble gets in the wrong place, things can go haywire. So that that's what to me makes it difficult. Um, I think as you go on and you start to learn who's good at what tracks and, and which teams do well on, on certain. The days where I think that you can do the best are on the days where it's raining out or yeah. you have some situations like that or like I mentioned where Verstappen gets uh, pushed to the back for whatever. He had something wrong with his qualifying car that it was off and they, they, they penalized him time or whatever and they moved him back further into the field. I think you can get good value on people then and I do like the uh, reading about what the potential pit strategies will be. Uh, one stop, two stop and certain teams that are better at that than others. And you can kind of split the difference that one of their drivers would be on a two-stop, one would be on a one, or however you can kind of uh, try to gain some value there. But I, I would say it could be the easiest to bet if all things are considered. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. But there's the mechanical failures. You just never know. You could have the perfect pick, and it just doesn't go I know, right. But but I just look at Alpine. I look at Ferrari. Right. It's like they fucked over their drivers yes. countless times last year simply yeah. Mechanical, yeah, oh All yeah, they, they didn't even give him a chance. So I would say, yeah, if you got the top six guys, although I'm not a Ferrari guy, really, really struggle either. to trust those guys. I'm not either. They are very up and down to me, and I like to play the Ferrari guys only when they're off. Like I would play if if they had a failure the one week, then I would end up betting them the next week, like because right. they kind of bounce back a little bit. At least the one who did. Um, but so many times last year, both Ferrari drivers, one of the guys would be out of the race really fast. They so. also crashed. Yes. Like nothing wrong. Yep. Like just they just smashing fucking stuff. Crash. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a Ferrari guy. Um, uh, maybe they bounce back a little bit, but I, I think Mercedes overtakes them for the second best team this year. I hope I'd love to see Lewis come storming back. Yep. I was all over Lewis towards the end of the year. That's all yes. I would text you about. He was getting momentum. Races. And uh, I think uh, that that's going to be good for the sport if if, if he and Max are, are battling it out each week, and uh, you know you throw George in the mix, and uh, you know a couple of them other guys that can knock on the door. Uh, Sergio Perez not going away. Uh, the race schedule: twenty three races, the most we've ever had in F one, which was really cool. Chinese Grand Prix out again because of COVID, so we won't be. Uh, going over there uh, Sorry, sadly uh, Sorry. and the really most exciting part about the schedule as we talk about it briefly is the three stops in the United States this year I think it's super cool uh, you got the uh, the race at Coda which is the circuit of the Americas you have the race in Miami and then you have the new race at Las Vegas in downtown in Las Vegas what are, you, what are your thoughts on these especially on the Vegas one I think it's going to be great I'd love to get a ticket but I don't yeah. you know I can't afford the mortgage yeah. payment for the ticket yes 
I think it's it's overall it's just gonna be good. I hope the racing is good though. I know it's gonna look good on TV. Right, it's right. gonna look good if you're there. But if the racing isn't good, then what's the, what's the point? I'm, I'm hoping, for me at least. I'm thinking somebody that enjoys good racing. Maybe by then we can get Jub to apply for a media credential for the Pine Room Podcast and Better's Last Stand. Could you imagine? And we can go. If, I don't know what we got to do to get that, but I don't think it's got to be too much. So uh, that might be a way to do it. Could uh, you imagine if Brundle walked into Jub <laughs> on the grid? Walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Sam brings up a good point there. Martin Brundle does these incredible grid walks uh, the morning of the race. He sees celebrities and celebrity following in Formula One. You can see some of the most famous people, and I'm talking like uh, dignitaries and uh, basically monarchs of some of these countries that are out on this grid walk uh, before the race. You see all kinds of athletes, all kinds of celebrities, movie stars, music, everything. It's a really cool thing when they when they have the uh, pre-race show on ESPN each morning. Uh, it, it's it's worth a watch. It, it can get a little annoying sometimes, but oh, yeah. I, I like it. It's better than the NASCAR version, that's for sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, Matt, talk we'll about get that. to that. That yeah. was brutal. Yeah, Michael Waltrip, he tries, but it's terrible. So uh, Martin Brundle's uh, version of it, much better. Uh, I'm pretty pumped up about these. I'm really glad that they're starting to come to the U.S. more, and I'm hoping that... Uh, I know that they're they're doing things different in Miami this year. Uh, Coda will be the same, and then the uh, Vegas one. I'm hoping it goes all without a hitch. Be a lot of money out there. It's going to be really cool, yeah. as you say. It's going to really pop on TV. It's around Thanksgiving, uh, you know, coming up here towards the end of 23. Going to going to be really cool. I, I hope I hope it goes well, and I hope they stay there for a long time because it's definitely something that I'd love to go to at some point. Um, it's it's exciting. I'm glad that they're able to do this because coming across the world to North America three times is a lot. I mean, they're they hit in, uh, Mexico as well. So in one of the uh, their stops, they they come they come to the United States and then they go to Mexico and then they go down to Brazil and then back up to Vegas. So they kind of stay you know indirectly in in our hemisphere, which is which is good. But uh, just the the travel. Bahrain to start it off, Saudi Arabia, then down to Australia, then back up to Azerbaijan, then to Miami, and then to Italy, then Monaco, then Spain, Canada, Austria, Britain, Hungary, Belgium, uh, the Netherlands, back to Italy, Singapore, Japan, Qatar, United States, Dakota, Mexico, totally Brazil, Vegas, and Abu Dhabi. I mean, this just that alone. As you hear those cities, none of those are cheap cities to visit, nope. to live in, anything. So, uh, Incredible uh, visually uh, pops on TV. Really neat. Uh, the rain races are cool. Uh, just uh, some of the some of what what are some of your other favorite tracks? I, I'm very partial to Monaco. I love that track. Very very. Honestly, I love I love Coda. Oh I yeah, think Coda. Yeah. That first stretch when they have all those fans and then everybody right as the race, you know, yes. green light, they sprint to that corner, yep. and whoever gets that corner, it's like. No, Coda was a really good race. I I uh I do think that's a good race track for all the everybody. NASCAR uh, the visits there and uh, that that F one has, has made that you know a regular stop on the schedule is really cool and uh, it, it is a very good fan friendly track and you know a lot of these road courses you only see the see the cars you know a couple of times but uh, yeah you want to get your when you get a spot you want to have a spot where there's some action where you're, where you're going to see some passing uh, you know some guys uh, trading rubber so to speak uh, in the NASCAR it might be paint and rubber but uh, it's uh, it's quite quite something to see what uh, what do you think about these rule changes they they raised the floor up 15 millimeters to uh, to make sure that the cars don't dig in the ground kind of like how Joe Guan Yu got caught to flip last year any thoughts you think that changes things a lot they wanted to make them higher but they they met them in between so i, I think it'll help i think the porpoising looked terrible yes you know just from tv it looked brutal it didn't look enjoyable it 
you know, 60 sometimes around the track right. with it's porpoising. It's so bumpy. It's like driving downtown Lately. It does. It's, yeah. it's literally just And like, for those of you who don't know, porpoising is basically like the porpoise, the dolphin, bottlenose dolphin, whatever you want to call it. It's going up and down and gives the image that the car is like really unbalanced and it's going up and down like you got bad shocks. And these things, uh, they couldn't figure it out on a lot of the models last year. I know the Mercedes yeah, really was bad. I mean, Lewis Hamilton basically was, his feet were like just smashing up off the top of the of the uh inside of the car because it was doing it so badly um you'd like to see them get that uh worked out this year hopefully they will with the testing and then they're adding uh larger mirrors this year i mean i think i <laughs> think that even matters i don't i actually don't at all think it, i think it's more or less to cover their ass just in case something worse right. happens yes but i was actually going to go back to the schedule here yes do you think three is the max that the u.s needs um I would say it's a good a good point. I I I can't you can't get greedy and think they deserve more than three. Uh, until I'll be different if the United States had capital and money invested in this to the point where they were winning the races or they had a top team. I, I think I think I if that ever would happen, uh, I think that the, you may see an extra extra race added. But I think three times coming to the United States is pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know where else they could go if they could do a Chicago street race or kind of like NASCAR is going to do and uh, IndyCar's done. But uh, it, I, I mean, I'm happy with the three. I think it's great, and, it, and they are three good spots. So um, I'm happy with that for now. But always would be willing to to uh, add more as uh, different areas of the country. Uh, obviously, Russia uh, isn't having yeah. one anymore. <laughs> they're yeah. they're pretty much done from everything. Yeah, so one driver. I'm that. surprised that Azerbaijan's still in the mix because it is in in, in a uh, dangerous area area uh you know adjacent to some war but uh you never know what could go on in some of these areas of the middle east and uh you know mexico and but if Brazil. you look even if you look they start in march right they go all the way to november yeah how you can't add too no. many more i know they have the summer break in there too right. but right it's just so grueling i i, I really wonder what it's like you, you think about one thing about the drivers and stuff and, and you know the managers and stuff but the 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 pit crew guys and so many technical analysts that travel with these teams, uh, and I mean like I mean dozens and dozens of them. Uh, I just I wonder what it's like for them. I guess they just get ready. I mean it's just like being on a, a constant road oh, trip. Yeah, it's man. basically like playing baseball, 162 yeah, game much, baseball man. season, and and really barely ever coming home because you're only getting a little bit of time in between. And I'm sure these people are based all over the world uh you know where their actual homes are and then they're coming to their to where their teams are based and then they're working out of there and then they're traveling constantly and man don't lose your passport that's all i can yeah, say that, going... that azerbaijan to miami week is a, <laughs> that's a doozy yes that's, that, doozy. that's very grueling um all right well we're gonna conclude the formula one um I, i'm just gonna give you a little bit of rundown as far as what i think as far as the <laughs> the championship it, it's it's too early for us to give picks on the ball rain and uh, we're gonna have sam on regularly on the betters last stand show to give you um you know skype in zoom in to uh get him get his picks each week and we'll post them on twitter and on the instagram on the betters last stand and the pine room page but uh thoughts i mean does anybody knock max off for the championship this year who's, i mean who's the only yeah, person highlighted the on only guy i got so look <laughs> he's got i got orange he's got green yeah that's it it's as simple as that. Um, I want. I want to say. I, I hope that we see a few other winners than than we did last year. But I. I, I just can't give anybody any recommendation no. other than Max Verstappen no. right so now. Good. He's so good. He's just. He's dominating. He's just locked in. He's got the best equipment. Um, and and I just don't see. I mean, last year Red Bull won seventeen races. He won fifteen of them. Sergio. Right. 
won twice. Uh, Carlos Sainz had a win. Charles Leclerc won twice, and George Russell, and uh, that was it. So uh, I really want to see more, but uh, we'll continue to clue you in as time goes on here. We do the testing. We do uh, the qualifying for the Bahrain. We'll have uh, notes on that stuff and start start getting our picks formulated here in early March for that race, and uh, it's, it's exciting, and I'm looking forward to it, Sam. Yeah, me too. And if you want to be smart and not pick Verstappen, the only other choices are a Ferrari driver or a Mercedes driver. Right. And Pro- it's probably yeah. not George. No offense, George. Yeah. L- probably Lewis. Probably Lewis, I guess, maybe dethrones him, but I don't even know if he can. I mean, it's going to take a great season. Because um, you even figure if Verstappen has a down year from last year, what's he going to win? 12? <laughs> like 11? I mean, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally crazy. It's hard to imagine, but uh, he he's dominant. He's going for his third championship in a row. I wouldn't try to uh, dethrone him. But next, we're going to switch over to Andy Carr now, and we're going to talk about maybe, just maybe, uh, a more diverse operation here. And I, I think we absolutely will. So we'll, uh, we won't even take a break. We're going to go right into Andy Let's Carr. Uh, I know Sam's pretty pumped about this. And, and this circuit. Very, very wide open. Lots of good teams. Lots of changes. Lots of interesting things in the last few years where these teams are starting to grow. Cars are getting added. Two car teams are going to three. You got your uh, your your top your top two teams, Ganassi and Penske, and then you got the McLaren operation, who now goes with a third car, Alexander Rossi joining them. Uh, it, I really am excited about this. Uh, it, it's. I think this might. I agree with you. I think IndyCar this year. Probably its best and most competitive year that we've ever had. Opening thoughts on what what we expect to see here in IndyCar. Yeah, fired up for IndyCar. I, my gut is just telling me that all these drivers in IndyCar out of all the series are the most talented. Right. I and because there are so many of these drivers that are reserves for F1. They want F1 tests. You right. know, they want everything to do with F1. They all want to get to F1. But there are so many guys that have raced in other, you know, racing series like McLaughlin. Yes. You know, he's my watch out for him. He's really good. He was a rookie last year, right, Scott? Uh, two years ago, I believe. Oh, two years ago, yeah. Two yeah, years yep. ago, yeah. So, but yeah, IndyCar is so, it is so talented. There are so many drivers every week that could win. It's yes. not like, I mean, NASCAR is very similar. You can pretty much pick out, right? you know, with these new cars, you don't know who's going to win. But you can pretty much enough one pick out who's yeah. going to win. But with IndyCar, there were so many different winners. The, just the driving is what I, you know, put above right. everything else on all these other series. Yeah, and and you get to see um, when when they're on these oval speedways, Oof. especially, uh, they're, it's nuts. nuts. You got these cars Terrifying. going at a ridiculous amount of speed, and, uh, and you know, and, and you would think, like, obviously the F1 cars could never do that. They would, you know, it would be terrible. Disintegrations. Oh. But these Indy cars are, you know, uh, just en- just enough that they can actually do it at these ovals um, or even semi. It was like... Uh, Indy's not really Indianapolis Motor Speedway is not really. It's almost like a square rectangle. Yeah, it's a um, very odd track. Yeah, it's it's a very straight away and then almost a complete ninety degree turn to the. I'm I'm glad you brought that up though because I have a I have a pick to win it already. Okay, well, I, know, I know you can't do it without qualifying. Well, it's tough, you, but my you, gut instinct tells me that it's his year to get the win at Indy. Are you going to release this now? or Are we yeah. going to wait? No, okay, can, go ahead, fire away, Joseph Newgard. Okay, I the like W it. at yes. the Indy 500. Oh well, it wouldn't surprise me. He won five times last year, and just as Sam was talking about, um, just the diversity in in this series. Uh, last year, I was lucky enough to have uh, the. Um, 
who uh, Marcus Erickson. Yeah, he he won the Indy 500 last year. Had a nice ticket on him. That was a very good day for me. I was pretty pumped up. Great race, uh, but a lot of different winners last year. You had Willpower won once. Joseph Newgarden, as Sam just mentioned, five times. Uh, Scott McLaughlin three times. Alex Palo once. Erickson once. Pato Ward twice. Alexander Rossi once. Felix Rosenquist. Oh, no, he did not win. I'm sorry. Colton Hurta won. But uh, Rosenquist, again, a, a solid top 10 season. A couple uh, polls and a podium finish. But, yeah, you got a lot more diversity there. You got some really good teams, as I mentioned. You got the McLaren teams with O'Ward, Rosenquist, and Rossi now. I mean, what do you think about them? I, I, I look for that team to make uh, a big leap this year. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're going to have a great year. I mean, it, you brought up the Indy 500 last year. I mean, who was Erickson getting tailed by? Yeah. He was getting tailed by a McLaren. Yep. I mean, if you want to watch two good laps of racing. Great. Great 2022 Indy 500 last two laps. Yeah, that's what gets me fired as good up for as this it gets. year. It's, yeah. as good as, it's as good as it gets. I mean, there was bobbing, there was weaving, there was passing. Yep, it was beautiful. But but like you asked, I think that they're gonna have a good year. But the team Penske, the power, New Garden, they're McLaughlin, good. they're too good. I mean, look here. Yeah, look at the look at the wins and right. look at the laps led. It's, yes, it's team Penske. Yep, Team Penske, Joseph Newgarden, McLaughlin, and Will Power, yeah. uh, all all very formidable guys in in the circuit and have been for a long time. Um, and then the Ganassi team, Erickson, Dixon, Palo, and I don't know. They're, I think they're going to run. Takuma Sato is going to run some oval races for him and hey, uh, some a, other guys. Good, that's a good sleeper. Y'all, he is. He's, he's a very, good oval sleeper. Sato's won the Indy 500 how many? Three times? Two, at I least twice. Twice. At least twice. I know twice. Yeah. Pretty so, recently, too. Yeah, yeah. just a few years ago. Uh, always dangerous on there. Veteran, very experienced. So you'll see some guys like that making uh, starts. Tony Kanaan, another guy that'll that'll race uh, you know, here and there. I want to say, is he going to... Is he going to go with McLaren? I thought I, I believe, heard that he was going to be so. their fourth car in the in the bigger races. So uh, Elio Castro Nevis will be at it again. Uh, what, he might, he, if yeah. he gets another one, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it? he's never out of it. He's always he just knows how to just race there. He's just perfect for what for whatever team he's racing with at the time or whoever you know whatever he gets thrown in there quickly and, and he just he just knows what he's no, doing. I mean, you hit the nail on the head because he just won the Rolex Twenty Four yeah. again for his third just straight. Incredible race, man! Incredible racer. Um, any teams? I mean, do you see any any improvements in the Andretti operation or the Ray Hall operation? I mean, a little bit. I think everybody improved, but like I said, I think that it is so talented, and the field is just, it's so vast yeah. and so much bigger than the F1 field that yeah. I look at all these guys, and I've seen them in the top fives. I've seen them, you know, lead laps. Yep. It's just, it really is just a flip of the coin. You don't really know who's going to yeah, who's gonna win these. And a lot of it is a strategy set up, uh, certain things like that. Or, and, and then you got to be aware of, uh, and, you know, this is a very common thing in NASCAR we're talking about is, just like, so they say, a horse for course. Guys who are really good on certain tracks. And and that's where you can kind of get some value. Uh, sometimes odds makers don't realize that and they don't adjust as well. I, I noticed that a lot of NASCAR already, I have some early thoughts on Daytona when we talk about it. Just some guys that I thought are overvalued quickly and then some guys that oh, yeah. never get never get the respect by the odds makers that they should and it surprises me but uh yeah so that's something we'll talk about as the season goes on in indy uh f1 it doesn't really matter it's for stappen versus <laughs> the world it is but uh what how about uh let me ask you this uh chevy last year just completely dominated really with 11 wins um obviously you don't you don't see much change in there with penske being backed by chevy any 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 does does Honda make any improvements? Uh, obviously, the McLaren guys are Chevys too, so I, th I think Chevy probably dominates again. I think, yeah, I think Chevy dominates. I actually have I gave out an Indy pick. I'll give out a championship winner pick. Oh, beautiful! That's what I want to hear. Scott McLaughlin. There you go. He is All my right. he is my driver. He is a 
three-time or I believe four-time Australian yes. Supercars champion, yeah, and which is nothing. Eight to one. Yeah, he's eight to one. He's so talented. I think he has three career wins total, which you know yeah. doesn't sound like a lot. No, but he was in. He was in so many races last year. I, I like that pick. I think it's good. Um, I'm gonna wait until quite the end or right at the end of the segment. I think to give mine. Uh, but I will say this: I expect McLaughlin to have a, a huge season, and I agree with you. I think the Chevys will be very good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be back in McLarens a lot. Let me ask you about this team. This is a team that I like. Um, they got some guys. I, I've always been a Renus VK fan. He has had a lot of bad luck. Uh, he's the driving Nile. for for Ed Carpenter. Uh, bet Renus a few times in the 500. Connor Daly, very experienced driver, had some success as well. Um, you, you see you, any other teams under the radar that you think maybe could uh, make make some you know some leaps? Anybody stick out? I mean, that was the only team that I thought outside of the of the top three contenders, and then as we mentioned, the Ray Hall and Andretti back teams. But uh, I thought maybe the Ed Carpenter team can be. They're probably going to be all right in the ovals, but I don't know about their other stuff. What do you think? I don't think they'll be. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think they'll be what they should be. Right. To be honest. Yeah. But I think anyone. Anybody that likes like Kyle Kirkwood, I yeah. think he's a very, very good driver right. coming off a good rookie year. Yes. Yep. Like I said, there's so much talent that a lot of these guys that finished, you know, lower in the pack. Right. They got a lot to prove this year, and I and think Kirkwood's that, with uh, Andretti, right? Right. I believe, yeah. So he's driving the Honda for Andretti. So keep an eye on him; he can be a good up and comer. Um, when you get a new guy on into these series, you never know how they're going to adjust. They could uh, take the world by storm. Uh, it's very possible, and you can get great. Great early season odds on them, especially in some of the first couple of races of the year uh, before odds makers adjust or people start to realize, okay, maybe that was a fluke or whatever. But if these guys have strong equipment, which he will, uh, the you know the Andretti Hondas are going to be pretty strong. So you know, you take a shot early on. You never know; you can get an incredible price on him. Uh, talk. Let's talk a little bit about the schedule. We've got seven road courses, five street races, five ovals. Um, streets, uh, street race at Detroit, uh, circuit of Detroit or something like that, I believe. But, uh, it's, that's a new one. Uh, they changed the, that's, they've had a, Detroit's had a race for a while, but they are, uh, switching the, the circuit. Any, any thoughts, anything stand out as far as the schedule for IndyCar? I mean, I love, you know, starting with the 500. I think I have it on the second page. Yeah. I think it is. I know I got, we got so many notes. I think Let's it's down see. on the bottom. They start out in St. Petersburg on March the 5th. And then to Texas. So Texas is always an interesting one to me, just how fast they go at that death trap. of. Although they changed it, it's not as bad as it used to be. Uh, Long Beach, um, and then you got the couple of Indy coming up there in May, the road course in the, uh, the Oval, and then the streets of Detroit. That'll be one that we've never seen before. It's always... Um, Interesting how these new tracks, how how the teams will like them, how the the drivers will adjust. Uh, I don't know. Any thoughts? Any mostly the same same um, same places. Worldwide no, Tech, and uh, then they come back to the Indy Road Course for a second time. Anything stick out? I don't like that they do Laguna Seca last. Yeah, I think yeah. Laguna Seca is a great. I track. do. I like I think Laguna it's Seca. Visually great for TV. Yes. I don't think it should be last in September. Yeah. When like all the good sports are coming back, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree with that. I, I I think Laguna Seca could arguably be like the first race of the year on it. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're getting pretty good weather out there, so I I would say uh, I'd like to see him move that up. Um, but I mean, the, the Mid Ohio keeps their race. Uh, Iowa's got a couple, and I mean, Streets of Nashville. That's a pretty cool. One. Why do they do this with Iowa? I don't Why know. do they do the two day? I don't understand it. I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's just. 
set up so it's like it's hard to get to and they only want to go there once i don't know <laughs> it might be Maybe. i don't, I don't, I don't know. know i, I that's the only thing i can think of but they run those races back to back days um which I'm pretty sure they had pretty good turnouts, though. Yeah, they have. I, I, I don't. Maybe it has to have something to do with that area of the country being hard Fucking to access. Cornfields. Like they only want to go there once. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, people really want to live in Iowa. But <laughs> yeah. then again, who am I to judge? Look at my roads out here in front of this uh, beautiful Pine Room Studio. No yeah. potholes in here, though. Nope. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go to my my bet to win the championship this year. I, I, I'm going to kind of cheat on this a little bit. I, I'm going to say it's going to be one of the three McLaren. I know I'm a little bit biased. So I'm going to go with, with uh, Pato Award as my top uh, pick there. And then I would say Rosenquist. I doubt Rossi could win it. But but I do like your pick, and I agree with you. I think that uh, McLaughlin's going to be really tough to stop. Uh, what do you think about Scott Dixon? We haven't talked about him. Nice uh, man. Legendary driver has been really easy. Honestly, that's a bad luck gas stuff last year in the oh, Indy 500. Terrible, just, terrible. He's had a good enough that. car. I totally yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, Holy so shit. so I mean Scott McGlo- or uh, Scott Dixon is, is a really good driver. He's been around for for a really long time. Uh, won the Indy 500. Not, geez, at least at least twice, maybe three. But uh, he's uh, he's a guy. I mean, you can't ever really rule him out. He's uh, he's around ten to one to win the championship. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't totally uh, no, discredit don't, his don't chances. And Will Power's another guy. He's the second choice right now. Joseph Newgarden's the favorite, uh, rightfully so. I think. I think Newgarden is going to be tough. I think McLaughlin's going to be tough. Oh, you picked Newgarden. Sorry, I said McLaughlin, but yeah, you did. That was your pick, right? Joseph Newgarden to win the to win the championship. Oh, to win, win the five hundred. McLaughlin to win. Oh, overall. championship. All right, yeah, got yeah. you. There we go. Go. So Newgarden on the five hundred. Scott McLaughlin to win the championship. I like it. I'm going to go with the. Uh, the guys from McLaren, hopefully they can get it together. I was thinking about taking a shot on Renus VK. <laughs> well, I don't think I'll bet Roman Grosjean. But uh, anyway, uh, once you get down past about the top 10 of these guys, you probably don't have much of a chance. Colton Herta, uh, Palo, Dixon, Erickson, and, and then it kind of stops. But uh, and IndyCar is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to give you some great picks each week on these uh, on these different circuits as we go around. And again, that that the first race in Indy is March the 5th. And you got the first race in Bahrain on March the 5th. He got a giant day of racing day. on March the 5th. I think the Cup guys are somewhere that day, too. Yeah, Vegas. So you got three races on March the 5th. A racing triple header. Sam and I are going to be pumped up about that. Going to have racing all day long from the very early hours in the morning all the way through to the early hours of the evening. So uh, circle that on your calendar. Any closing thoughts on open wheel? Anything in you know your what? notes that we didn't talk about I'm just you looking, want to hit on? I'm looking at these numbers here just for the championship winners, and you see like the dailies a plus 10,000. Right. And, you know, Elio's 7,500. But all of these guys yeah. can win a race. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like no daily question. lead laps in the 500. Yes, yes. Like Kirkwood's top fives. Grosjean's good. VK's top five. Rossi's won the 500. Yeah. And they didn't have, I was going to get uh, odds. Be looking, uh, some of the books are starting to pop this stuff up now. So your championship odds uh, at most of the places are up. But they're until they're getting uh, some some more data on the actual tracks themselves, um, NASCAR the, the soonest to begin. But you'll, you'll start to see the, the opening races for Indy and Formula One starting to pop here in the next week or so. Uh, at some of the books so be looking for those uh, we're going to try to give you value all year we're not going to sit here and tell you we already told you Max Verstappen's be hard yeah, to beat so don't even don't value. even bet that yeah. yeah that's the best value you're going to get if you can get Verstappen around even money each week it's yeah. definitely a good bet because he is far 
uh, lower price than even money, no matter what track he's at, no matter what situation he's facing. So anyway, we're going to take a break here on the Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Show. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the stock cars and the trucks. We'll be right back on Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Edition. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back into the Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Show. Sam here along with Matt. Uh, it's, it's been fun so far. We did our open wheel stuff, uh, just cool stuff ahead. We're really excited about the value that IndyCar is going to provide us. So we're going to be giving you picks all season long on F1 and IndyCar. We're going to find some value there for you in the Indy especially, but the betting markets in F1, very expansive, even more than any of the other races or racing circuits. So anyway, we're going to shift our attention now to NASCAR and NASCAR is a, operation i guess to say the least uh it, it's it's been around for a long time uh, they continue to add they continue to change and i think nascar is on the up and up as well i think they went through some down times when all the greats retired uh unfortunately passed away you know dale earnhardt mark martin jeff gordon terry labani on and on bobby labani rusty wallace away. right <laughs> only dale earnhardt but uh dale jarrett i mean you had so many great drivers that was kind of like the marquee time in nascar so when i got into nascar um, you know, as a young kid, and it, it's been great. Uh, went through a few years where it kind of it wasn't nearly as good, but I think NASCAR is doing a good job of bringing it back. I think they're getting it popular again. Uh, some of the things I don't love, but overall, I, I do. I think they're, they're they their hearts in the right spot, their brains are pretty much in the right spot. They're trying. Um, you know, obviously, we talked about the uh, the clash and some of the, the drawbacks of it, and hopefully, they'll continue to fine tune and adjust and maybe move it around a little bit, but. Uh, uh, and nonetheless, I'm very pleased with NASCAR again. I feel like it, it's starting to, uh, the stands are starting to fill back up. People are starting to get into it again. I'm seeing NASCAR leagues popping up places and uh, things like that. So I, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, the first part of the series, NASCAR obviously is in three three different uh, series run in the, on the NASCAR circuit uh, of the you know of the of the main NASCAR circuit. You have the Camping World Trucks, the Xfinity series, and then the big the big headliners, the Cup series. So we're gonna start talking about the trucks. I know uh, they, not a ton. I mean, the trucks to me are always like an appetizer. Right. It's like. You, uh, Sam will text me like on a Friday night, or your your uncle Chris will text me and be like, "Oh, the truck race is on," and you know, and, I, and that kind of like whets your appetite for, uh, for Sunday weekend, and yep. even Saturday too for the Xfinity series. Uh, the, the truck race is is a, is a good circuit. I mean, I I I, I do like it, but uh, they look good. Yeah, and 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 you get exciting races. I tell you that. <laughs> those Definitely. watch those <laughs> yeah. those races at Daytona. The trucks and the Xfinity series will be just as good or better than the cup race. Uh, you'll get frustrated, though, because you could have a great car. A guy you have one, he's 40 to 1, and he gets wrecked in the last lap. And the, and the overtime and all that stuff plays a role. And it can be infuriating when they can't get started back up and there's another crash and another crash and another crash. And then there's barely any guys left. Um, just opening <laughs> thoughts on the truck series, anything that, that, that stands out to you. Obviously, we're both looking forward to see how Haley Deegan's going to do this year. Honestly, that's the only thing that's on my mind is she needs a win. Yeah. They need a 
a woman to be able to drive yes. and prove that she can drive. I mean, with the men, obviously it's a male dominated sport, but you know, yeah, you've had Danica try. Yes, there's other yeah. females that drive, but it seems like all these female series. And, you know, in every series of racing that gets like these funding, they just they don't work. Yeah, I know. And I'm really pulling for her. I, I, I really like her. I think she's a really talented girl. And uh, she's a young girl. I mean, she's really she's she was a, a dominating racer before she got to this this camping world uh, truck series. She got an opportunity in the number one truck. And now she's making a move. She's moving from Toyota to Ford uh, to the Thor Sport uh, Racing She's going to drive the number 13, and this is a huge year for her. She never had a top five. She did have a couple top tens, but I I'm, I really hope that it, with this equipment and this change for her uh, that, that she can get over the hump. I, I really would like to see. And, again, Sam and I aren't sitting here trying to tell, you know, like a lot of people in this world to say, oh, we got to have women win. we got to have I, – I think it would be cool for the sport. I think it's, I think it's great to see – it be diverse and other people that maybe wouldn't have tried it. Maybe she inspired somebody to do it. And you know, I'm not expecting any handouts. These guys aren't going to give her any races. They're, these no. guys are competing for their livelihood and their and their jobs. So I mean, we by no means are thinking that. But it would be really cool to see her. I think she's going to have good equipment. Um, and and I I I don't know. I'm hoping she can break through. I'm hoping that at least this year she starts to run in the top ten regularly and knocks on the door, gets a couple top fives, and, and then you know maybe maybe. Get it's into a chance to win. Um, do you think she can pull it off? <laughs> I, I do. Uphill battle. I, I think she can win because she had she had some ARCA wins that yes. were good. Yes, if she people did. People don't know what ARCA is. That's just like, I, well, I don't even want to say like the minors of. Right, but know, it kind of is. Yeah, they run a lot like, of the same circuits. The yeah, for NASCAR, but. Yeah, different kind of car, all standardized type car. Um, a lot of times they would run these at the same tracks that the NASCAR uh, the, the the Cup Series or the Xfinity Series are in in that weekend. It'll, sometimes there'll be an ARCA race uh, on a Thursday or Friday night at the same same venue. So uh, a lot of guys would race in ARCA and, and make their they made their starts there. So it, it's yeah. a good it's a good builder series. It really is. And if you can consistently, guys will say if you can consistently perform well in ARCA, then you got a shot. And that's kind of where guys and girls in this case will take their next step. So um, I I hope I hope she can do it. I think uh, I think. It, it's something to keep an eye on. I think you could get some decent odds on her early in the season. We'll uh, we'll monitor Haley and see how she does, and uh, hopefully these Kyle Busch to run five races. Bet him to win all five yeah, of those races. Yes. And Kyle Busch Motorsports. Yes. Are they not running? No, they're not going to run a full circuit. They're a full season. Uh, I thought that was interesting because he had he had a guy that that I thought was going to run uh, that uh, Chase Purdy, but I but I saw conflicting articles. So. Some of this stuff, honestly, and here's something that, that you know Sam knows that a lot of you might not realize. A lot of these truck and Xfinity series, these smaller teams. Now, Kyle Busch is obviously a, a, not a small team. But when you're trying to get drivers who are committed to other things, there's a lot to work out. There's a lot of these teams that are waiting for funding to come through, for sponsorships, uh, last-minute stuff. There's guys right now who probably don't know if they're going to dr- be driving every race this year or they're going to only drive six or they're going to drive 15 or they're going to drive 20. They're going to do a split with with another driver. There's a lot of things, and you don't really – you wouldn't expect that uh, in, in a operation where you can win money. And, and, and these are you know some of the better drivers in the world – at their uh, at their trade, but you know, a lot of times they're waiting to the last minute to see what happens. Um, th- this Chase Purdy was supposed to be driving for Kyle Busch uh, Motorsports this year, so we'll keep an eye on that. But Sam is right; 
Kyle signed on to drive five times this year. Uh, Coda, Martinsville, the first Kansas race in Pocono. Uh, he just, I mean, he's dominating when he's out there. He's really just, you know, he's just a great racer all the way, all the way around. And uh, it is fun to see the the young guys take shots at him and try to pass try, him. They and, try. and then when he's right up against them and the pressure starts to build, and it's like, oh man, I got one of the best NASCAR drivers ever, ever. right behind me, tapping on my back bumper. Um, it, it makes for interesting stuff. Uh, I like to uh, take take shots sometimes against him. Sometimes I'll bet it, bet it uh, in play, live wagering. So it, that's another thing, too. Live wagering in this racing is starting to take off, too. It's starting to yeah. expand. So you're getting some really, really good opportunities. Uh, guys have issues, things. They stay on the lead lap. They're still in contention. Their car's not damaged, uh, whatever. You can find some good spots to bet guys out, out of uh bad uh situations where if they you know caught a tire whatever whatever it may be and that's in all all the circuits now the now the indie cars in the f1 it depends on the track and uh and, and you know time is so important in those races on certain ones but if you're in oval speedways and you have cautions and you have things where you can catch up get laps back things like that uh guys are never really out of it so i, I think um taking shots with guys in play especially at the super speedways when we talk about the trucks uh the xfinity and the cup races you know how sam a guy can be 20th and then all of a sudden he's second like it changes so quickly i i think of the matt kenseth 2007 yes. daytona 500 he yes. was in with 10 laps to go he was probably in like 14th place yeah and he just stayed yeah. stayed the course he found, you know, he found yeah. the, the higher he, low. He found the rate. And he gets the drafting partners. He got, got the draft. He got a bump. He won it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's incredible. And, and don't ever get scared off when you see your driver, especially at Daytona, Talladega. Um, you see your driver back 19th, 17th, 21st. Don't panic because if your guy's keeping up or your girl's keeping up, with the speed and is in the draft and and has a decent setup, you can see that stuff when they qualify or when they run in those heat races and some of the practice. If they got a good car and you believe their car is good and they and they showed speed throughout the week uh, of practice and qualifying, take a shot because you're gonna get an opportunity to make up. Uh, track position that you can't do at other uh, other tracks. So that's the drafting. If you're not familiar with that principle, it's basically cars in a line are going to go faster than one car by itself, and then the opportunity to slingshot around uh, using momentum. So a car steps on a line, a couple guys follow him, get the push. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, it it really NASCAR and all this racing really brings in your uh, geometry, physics, all these things you thought you never used, and <laughs> no, I don't true. care about any of it right. except in this capacity. Right. I do like a mirror. You see it in baseball with your launch angles and all that stuff. You you have stuff. You, you yeah, the stuff in math class and all these in physics class. Yeah, the shit like, we never took. Serious. I don't care about this, but like yeah, now it I does, do. It does apply in real world stuff. Now I don't know how real world this is because. None of us are going to be doing it, but we are going to be betting on it. So keep that in mind when you're doing, when you're betting on these. I really think the the values on these super speedway races are, are just huge. Uh, you get you get two at Daytona, you get two at Talladega, and and then you get basically a couple in each of these series. So so you're getting three a weekend when they go to there. So I, I think those there's plenty of other tracks that that have it too. Uh, opportunities for in play wagering for sure, uh, but the, those are the ones that stand out immediately to me. Um, Wrapping up here with the trucks, uh, Zane Smith is going to uh, run some run the Cup race in Daytona for Front Row Motorsports. What do you think about him? Do you think think he's an up and comer? You see a future for him? Yeah, definitely. I definitely can see Zane Smith definitely in the Xfinity next couple years. Yeah, to Cup. I think a lot of these 
a lot of these people, you know, they're going to have to shuffle to, to Cup because Cup's kind of getting a little old. Yes, yeah. You know, which we'll get to that. But Yeah. And Zane, Zane Smith, who is the, the defending uh, series champion, uh, he, you know, He's he's getting his shot in Xfinity this season. Kind of shocked uh, he didn't get a ride for Xfinity. Honestly, yeah, yeah, I know, and he probably deserves one. But yeah. I think his time will come. I think he's uh, he's going to be a, a good up and cover. Travis Pastrana is going to oh. try to raise the Daytona. I got that on the, my the, I got that on my list ageless, for the Cup Series. So, okay, yeah, okay, perfect. Um, and then then some of these rookies in in the camping were uh, this this Rajay Karuth guy. Uh, African-American kid, yeah. uh, supposed to be really talented. I'm looking forward to see how he's going to do. I don't know much about Nick Sanchez, Brett Holmes, Jake Garcia, or Daniel Dye. Any, any of those guys, you hear anything on them? I, I I found very little stuff. These guys, they're just they're trying to crack through for an opportunity. So no. uh, Daniel Dye sounds like a left fielder for the White Sox. <laughs> so, no offense to him. He's way more talented. Jermaine Dye. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah, He was good. Yeah, he was. He, he has was good. Some, some good runs. But uh all right, so uh, now let's talk a little bit about uh, the Truck Series, the championship. As far as uh, betting goes, do we see uh, anybody breaking through here to uh, knock Zane Smith off? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I I would say I had two guys I thought. I thought uh, Ty Majeski and Stuart Friesen maybe um, that, that I, the guys that I kind of liked. But, man, I, I think – I think he really is. It's not like Max Verstappen esque. No, it's not. But I mean, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be hard to beat. I mean, he's he's got he's probably got the best best truck set up each week. Um, I mean, he won. I don't even know how many times. It's at least probably four or five. Um, I, he runs well at, the, at all the tracks. Like he's got he's got wins at Texas at Daytona. Uh, he's got he's he's very multifaceted. Um, I mean Phoenix. I mean so he's run flat tracks, bank speedways, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So that makes it tough. So for those of you unaware of that, NASCAR has so many different varieties of tracks. You have short tracks, Bristol, Martinsville, uh, Richmond. Uh, those are very uh, very tight corners, uh, thin, narrow, uh, short turns. Uh, the lap times are very. Very uh, low or slow, I guess you could say. Well, actually not. They're actually quicker. They're 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 not going as fast, but the the lap the lap time is actually like Bristol's like 15 seconds for a circuit, so the laps tick off pretty quickly. But yeah, the short tracks you have your intermediate tracks, and then you have your super speedways like Talladega and Daytona that we were talking about, and you also have your road courses. So uh, good variety. But uh, I man, I, I want to try to say that I think I can beat Zane Smith. Uh, so Ty Majeski and, and Stuart Friesen were two guys I thought. Uh, I was always very partial to Matt DiBenedetto. I think he's a very good racer. I just don't think his team is good enough for him to be able to to win here. And uh, so I probably won't be taking a shot with him. Um, the, the the Thor Sports team is interesting to me with Majeski, Kraft, and Ben Rhodes. Really good racers. I don't know if any of them can win a championship. Ben Rhodes has before. Um, they're also the... Uh, teammates with Haley Deegan so she has three really good truck those are three good drivers that they have so perhaps uh one of those guys could break out and, and make a run for the championship uh I thought Corey Heim maybe was decent too I thought he could but I just don't know how good his team is um but Tricon but I they got decent guys as well but I I'm not I'm not prepared to to go out and on a limb and, no. and make a prediction uh to anybody gonna knock off Zane Smith who would you go with Benedetto. Okay, I, I like that because dude. he was in the Cup Series. He's a couple good years driver. Ago. I, I I can't believe he didn't get a ride. It's actually a shame that he's. Yeah, I agree with you. Down in the Truck Series, Matt De Benedetto was a guy I 
always was betting in restrictor plate races, and he was really good. He was very good at Talladega and, and Daytona, and he was really good at Bristol too. And uh, I thought that was a weird combination, but uh, I liked the Benedetto. I liked. I'm surprised he hasn't got up to at least Xfinity, but I guess it really doesn't matter. He's basically just waiting for a chance to get back into the Cup. So um, twenty five to one, I, I would not uh, talk anybody off him. He's a very experienced driver. Um, he can he can win anywhere. Uh, Grant Enfinger, another guy I think is a good good driver. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure he can win the championship, but he'll be a name you'll hear. We'll uh, we'll be giving you you'll be hearing a lot of these race race names uh, throughout the season as we give you our picks for the weekly uh, races at each track. You're gonna uh, you're gonna get to know some of these guys as we uh, go down through the uh, the trucks in the Xfinity and the Cup every week. But, uh, all right, so we're going to move on from Cups. So Zane Smith, the man to beat in, in the or in uh, trucks. Zane Smith, the man to beat. Sam's going with Benedetto as his second choice. I, I like Majeski or Friesen, but I agree with Benedetto as well. I'd like to see him make a move. All right, let's jump into Xfinity next. Uh, top two drivers from Xfinity. Actually, really three if you want to count Allmendinger in there. But uh, I'll make the jump up to... Uh, up to cup full time. Uh, who's going to take over for him now? Who's going to be the dominating uh, guy this year? Any 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 thoughts on that early on? Barry or Allgaier? Okay, I think yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I really like Barry. Uh, and and Allgaier to me is a guy. I I hate for him that he's never gotten. He's never advanced any. And he's so solid. And I like him a lot. And I root for him a lot. And I bet him a lot. Uh, he just never made. The jump, I don't know what it is. I don't know what scares teams off from him. What do you, what do you think I, it is? I think what it is is like Josh Berry and all. I'm pretty sure they both race for junior motorsports. Yes, yeah, they do. Gregson yep. just raced for junior motorsports, yes. and they don't have a charter, so they can't push these guys to the cup. So right. this is as high as they can get. Yes. So I think that's part of the issue. And it's just amazing, though, with, with the pool that Dale Jr. has. I know, but they're can... so expensive. Yeah, I know. Those charters are just. No, they are, and and you Ridiculous. got you got Allgaier, Barry, and Brandon Jones, uh, all junior motorsports drivers. Also, uh, I think Sheldon Creed is is jumped on there. And I I was a fan of his in the trucks. He's a, he's a good racer. Uh, I I expect him to win a race this year. He's he's a very talented guy. Um, he, so do you think uh, if you look through um, as you mentioned a minute ago with uh, Allgaier and Barry both coming off of the same team? Uh, how about John Hunter making a, a move back to cars from trucks. John Hunter Nemechek, who is really a great truck yeah, he's driver. He's, he's done talented. a really good job. And you got Chandler Smith. Um, any of these guys uh, stick out to you as, as being uh, potential dangerous drivers or guys that could contend for a championship? I think Chandler Smith could. I think the Colleague Racing Company as a whole is like a very, very good company that you should put your eyes on for betting Cup Series and Xfinity. Matt right. Colleague is definitely the real deal. Yes, he's done he definitely a great job. very, very serious about racing and winning, not just yes. showing up. Like, yeah, that's know. a team. A smaller team is really building a lot of momentum. It is a really, is a really good, uh, a good team across the board. They're very competitive, uh, week in, week out. Very impressed with them. Uh, Chandler Smith driving for them, and uh, who else did you say? There was one other guy. Oh, uh, Daniel Hemrick is is another so, one. Landon Castle, and, and, he's driving yeah, in there. And Justin Haley drove for him from time to time as well. I think even Austin Dillon shared that ride. Um, what do you think about Cole Custer as he goes <sighs> back. back to the minors? He's back. I think that's where he should be, to be honest. Yeah. yeah I mean, just, he didn't do great for, what, Stuart Haas? Yeah, in, so, in, a, in a good team with good equipment. Yeah. Do you think he can contend for a championship? He needs to if he wants to keep, you know, yeah. sticking around. I, Cole I mean, Custer. Actually, maybe not because... 
a lot of these guys seem to always just stick around. Yeah, when, I know. You know, yeah, well, just that's because what they have the name now, they're in the Cup Series. Yeah, right. Well, I think. Do you think it's harder? Because you had, for those of you who aren't aware, John Hunter Nemechek, who's uh, who is in the Xfinity Series this year. He was in the trucks last year. He started out in the trucks. He went up to the Cup. He got a Cup ride. He he, he couldn't quite cut it. He was he wasn't terrible, but uh, he just he wasn't consistently in the top 10 or top 15 even uh just struggled went back down the trucks got some uh confidence back had a really good season and i mean it made the playoffs right contention the whole way really could have won the championship and now he's back in xfinity looking to build his way back up similar situation for cole custer was very good in xfinity made his uh made his debut in cup did he do two years in cup i believe so. yeah two years in cup and now he's back in xfinity and that's the thing we were talking about earlier these guys don't have a long shelf life. It's a two-year deal for these guys, unproven guys. Once they get to the big time, if they don't produce in two years, it's out the door. We're getting another young, talented guy, and here they come, and you got uh, Cole Gibbs, and you got Noah Gragson up taking the rise from somebody. So, uh, and, and you got, we'll talk about uh, Ryan Priest is back in the cup after know. you know a couple rough years yeah. for him. But uh, Cole Custer right now, the betting favorite uh, for the Xfinity Series at 3-1, to one, followed by Josh Berry. At four to one, and Justin Algar at four to one as well. Um, I, I think any of those guys could win. I'm going to give you my pick here in a couple of minutes. Uh, any any thoughts on uh, Brandon Jones moves from uh, JGR to Junior Motorsports? Any any thoughts on him? Uh, I I kind of like Brandon Jones. I was I, just going to say I, I he's a pro, solid racer. I'm pro Brandon Jones. He had some great races last year. Right. Uh, Xfinity is very talented, and they race it. Just an odd, odd day. You know, the Saturday, right. the Saturday is a rough, a rough day to race because you don't, I don't know. It's Saturday. You know, people want to yeah. do other well, shit than watch a race for four hours. I also think one like of the, a lunatic like me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yeah, we're not normal, but uh, yeah, I think one of the things I think they run into too is that, that their their times of their races are strange. Oh, I think uh, their body clocks got to be messed up. They're uh, they race a lot of times. It it. Right at twilight, yeah. it, it, right at dusk, like the sun's changing. Now the NASCAR guys do that too, but not as often. Uh, these guys, yeah, they kind of get, they almost are laying the rubber down, and and, and it's a it's a benefit. Uh, the trucks in the Xfinity series are actually a benefit to the Cup guys too. By the time the races are on Sunday, normally uh, you got a nice groove going here. You got rubber laid down the track. You know the the, the grip is better. Now these guys kind of test the waters for for the big for the big time guys. And uh, you know it, it really the series wouldn't be as successful without it. But uh, I I think Brandon Jones is a guy who just needs to get a little bit more consistency. But I, I do like him, and I think he's he's got great equipment this year. He's going to be a contender. And uh, any of these guys from Junior Motorsports, you're going to hear a lot us talk a lot about them week in and week out on the Better's Last Stand show as we give you picks. Uh, they got a great team uh, backed by Dale Junior, and obviously, what a guy to uh, just lean on for for guidance and, and all yeah. the all the stuff that he's done for the sport. Yeah, it couldn't be better. Yeah, uh, schedule thoughts in the Xfinity Series. Uh, Chicago Street Race, I think, is uh, pretty cool. They're going to have that for the uh, Cup guys as well. Um, any anything stick on the schedule? I, I'm really pumped up about, uh, and I forgot to mention this in the truck series, but uh, and, and we'll mention it when we get to the the big time. But the uh, North Wilkesboro is making its return for yeah. uh, on the truck series, and then the All Star race in the Cup series. Chicago Street Race, I'm looking forward to. Um, many of the other tracks are all you're going to see week in week out. A lot of times they're going to be at the same spots as the uh, Cup series guys. Uh, 
maybe for a few exceptions like Portland and uh, let's see if there's another one on here that's not not a normal one. Eh, I think it might be all. Pretty much it. Yeah, I think they pretty much standardize all of them. They don't go to like Milwaukee no. Mile or any of that stuff anymore. No. Uh, anything stand on the schedule? Not too nothing too different. Like you said, North Wilkesboro should be great. Yeah, I think that that is going to be something that they that's where they should have start that's where they should have the clash yeah i think they probably will i think i think it sounds like dale jr as he continues to do great work building those old speedways if he can get that back and i think this clash i think that's the next place to go and then maybe rockingham if they can bring that back it would be really neat because i think they have one more year on their contract with the clash yeah and that probably and, and in then LA. it's done yeah and then they'll probably revisit it. I think I think it'd be fine to go back there eventually, but I, I would take I would switch it around uh, definitely. Um, let's see what else do we got on here? Uh, oh, Tyler Reddick, he's going to run a limited schedule for Sam Hunt Racing. Bet him to win all those races. Uh, yes, he's very good. He's Tyler Reddick's uh, really an up and coming guy in the Cup Series. He's caused a lot of disturbances lately with the teams <laughs> switching teams and uh, jumping ship before his contract was over and. Uh, you know, not making some friends with that, but he's a very talented racer. He's going to run. Um, be aware. Whenever you're going to get these cup guys dropping down to race in these lower circuits, you can have one of two things. Either they're going to win the race or you can take a shot against them. Maybe maybe something goes wrong, malfunctions, and you can get good prices on the other guys because their odds immediately inflate when you got a Tyler Reddick or Kyle Busch in these races. And uh, Ty Dillon, uh, and a guy who's just trying to build his way back into the cup, uh, he's going to run a limited schedule for uh, his grandpa, Richard Childers, racing. So uh, those are guys, keep an eye on those guys. It doesn't mean they'll always win, but uh, you know they're, they're always worth a look. And, their odds are definitely higher. Yeah, and we're, and we're going to... We're gonna talk about that when we get into the to the circuit each week. Um, you know where the value is. You know if a cup guy's in there, it can draw. And if you get two or three cup guys in there, uh, it can make it interesting too because you know they're gonna be battling with each other, and you can have some people swoop in and maybe uh, steal the prize. Uh, most of the time, I I would say take a shot against them at times, but Kyle Busch is hard to beat, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Reddick will be very very formidable in uh, in the Xfinity series when he runs those races. Um, Long shot candidates to surprise this year. Uh, any anybody anybody stick out to you um, that that could make a difference? Uh, Chandler Smith was a guy I'd circled. Um, yeah, I don't Chandler know. Smith's my my number one. Yeah, I think he's the one that's got to just step it up and prove that he can race. Yeah, because I think, like I said, Cup Series driving you know they're going to open up because a lot of old guys yeah. are going to be done driving here. Yeah, I mean you got Harvick retiring. I think Kozlowski. Yeah, and Kozlowski's about finished. Uh, Truax will have a handful of years left. And, I mean, even Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch are getting up there. So, yeah, these guys, as Sam mentioned, these are important uh, times for these guys. Chandler Smith making his jump up here uh, to to full time. I, I think he'll be very, very good. What do you know about this Sammy Smith? He shares your name. Uh, your, Sammy Smith. I don't know much, he, to be he's, he's got very high credentials. I was reading about him. Um, he is uh, with uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. So obviously, if you're getting recruited by Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, you you know kind of stepping in for Ty Gibbs in that spot. Uh, I think uh, he must have some potential. So we're gonna keep an eye on him, try to learn some more about him as the season goes on. But uh, there, there's always going to be opportunities to uh, capitalize in, in these Xfinity races. It's actually gotten to where the Xfinity series has been very, very fun to watch. Uh, normally on a Saturday, as Sam mentioned, most of the time. Uh, let's get to our, our, our picks. Let's uh, let's go. What uh, where, where are you going as far as the uh, championship? And do you have any early thoughts on the Daytona race? Josh Berry. Josh, Josh Berry all Josh the way. Berry, all right. To win, to win like the whole it. thing. 
I like it. I just think that him, he has pedigree, and he just he needs to have another great year to prove that he can go drive in Cup. Yeah. And he'll, obviously it won't be with Junior Motorsports, but I just think he's, he's got to prove it again that you can drive back well, to Cup. I tell you, with, with I'm anxious to see... Um, and we're talking about these guys, but like, there's a couple guys in 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 Cup right now who have very important seasons coming up. But we're gonna get into them uh, in the Huge last seasons. segment. But uh, you know, with with Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s connections, you know, driving for Hendrick and things, uh, you know, if he's gonna be recommended, a guy like Josh Berry wins a championship this year. I I can see him getting a, getting a look from a Rick Hendrick or somebody to replace uh, uh, Alex Bowman or somebody uh, if they if they don't perform better this year. But I, I agree with you. I think Josh Berry would be my top pick. I also kind of like uh, Austin Hill. He won twice last year. I think he's getting better. Uh, he's he's about 15, 13 to one ish. Uh, he could be. He could be. I think he'll make an improvement. I'm not sure he'll be able to win it, but I think he improves this year. I think he jumps up. I also take looks at uh, Sheldon Creed and Chandler Smith uh, as both guys that will be on the rise this year. And we'll talk plenty more about those guys um, coming up on our weekly breakdown. So got lots to look forward to. Now, without further ado, we're going to move on to the Cup Series. And uh, we got the Daytona 500 here a week from Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, lots of excitement there. One of my favorite days of the year. Let's just hope the rain stays away. Oh, man. That's, I don't want to see it on a Monday. Yeah, I know. I hate that. It's just nothing worse work. than that. That's the only what we had. We have a radio show. For those of you who watch our Better's Last Stand or the Pioneer Podcast, we have a radio show we do down here at the WKKX studio, which is right across the hall from this beautiful Pine Room Studios here, uh, the house that Jub built. Yes, sir. Um, it, it, we're lucky to have it, but we had a caller last week call in and ask us if we thought the Super Bowl Sunday should, or the Super Bowl should be played on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. Sometimes I feel like I'd rather the Daytona 500 be run on Saturday in case it got rained out. Yeah. Just for that reason. Yeah, I, I actually agree. I think it should be on a Saturday because when Bubba went on a Monday... Yeah, it was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was totally couple embarrassing because in the because that race didn't even finish. No, I know I that know. that part got rained out. Yeah, and that that's that's a very infuriating part of NASCAR. Sometimes, uh, yeah, the 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 rain, uh, Mother Nature. Uh, we don't have to worry about it in uh, in F one, but uh, you know, actually on these road courses, I really, we do run in the rain now, so it's just really good. Yeah. Uh, I do like that. They put the wipers on the cars and the in the lights, and uh, yeah, it's cool. I, it's it's neat. I, I don't mind one of those races once a year, but when we're on an oval track, uh, I don't want any rain. I want it to no stay rain. clear, and no uh, unless my guy's in the lead and uh, and I got a giant ticket on him, and let then, it rain. Let then it maybe rain. open the skies up and uh, hope for uh, for for some luck there. But uh, all right, let's start talking about the Cup Series. Um, obviously, we we got into we touched on the rookies on on the newcomers, uh, the, the Gregson versus Gibbs. Uh, Gregson for Petty, Gibbs for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, just right out of the shoot, do you think uh, you think Gibbs gets the better of Gregson this year in the Rookie of the Year battle? I do. Okay. I think Gibbs I is just with that. very, very talented. Not that Gregson isn't, but right. he's proven he's proven it every time he's had to step up. As soon as he went to the Xfinity, he yes. won that first yes. race. He destroyed him. Yep. He got called up last year because Kurt Busch, you know, and he and he, and he performed well. He, Finished thirteenth, maybe. Yes, I actually yes. Wrote it down somewhere. Let's yeah, he, he's really, really impressive. Yeah, he finished thirteenth. It was the Coke four hundred. Yeah, I, I, I thought his his rise to stardom, and you would think, uh, he's just Joe Gibbs' grandkid. He's gonna get extra, you know, attention, and he, and he's just maybe he's not that good, or 
I, I'm going to tell you right now, this kid has a future. Uh, you know, if you're not familiar, Ty Gibbs, uh, son or grand, grandson of legendary football coach for the Redskins, Joe Gibbs, and legendary NASCAR team owner. Uh, he, he's got an incredible team here. Uh, I mean, this is a loaded team. You got you got Denny Hamlin, you got Martin Truex, you got well, you had uh, Kyle Busch. I mean, these are these are top end drivers, and then and then you got this this young. Uh, Young up and comer, and I I agree. I think Noah Gragson's a really good driver, uh, talented kid, but uh, I think Ty Gibbs gets the better of him. So if you're gonna if you're gonna find any rookie of the year bets there, uh, Ty Gibbs will be a slight favorite there anyway. So you're not gonna win a whole lot back, but uh, I think Sam and I are both both on board with him uh, him taking the rookie of the year honors. And I'll be anxious to see how their their rivalry grows and intensifies as time goes on because Gregson's kind of a loose cannon I know I just I think he went to a, a team in a weird spot yeah I agree you know, they that. were only petty GMS for a year yeah now they're legacy motor club yeah Jimmy's back yeah lots of lots of uncertainty with that team um it, it's yeah I, I don't know I, I I don't know I guess you're, you're trying to break in and get get your opportunity you, you can't say no I don't to, fault the guy to the king but uh yeah it's I, I don't know I don't know what to make of it they haven't had the greatest of, of equipment so I'll be it, it's gonna be a gonna be experimental and we'll we'll see how how they do with it but uh yeah it's a great rookie of the year battle nonetheless uh just two really standout guys and uh and we'll look forward to watching it. All right, so let's go down here. Let's go right out of the chute with the rule changes here. Uh, what do you think about these uh, the stage racing uh, being kind of the, the stage racing caution? For those of you who aren't aware, stage racing has been added to NASCAR's all three series. Uh, I don't know how many years it's been around now, but se- several. But uh, in, they, they race in stages. They get stage points. So stage one, first 50 laps or whatever, they take a caution. Everybody goes in. They can service the cars, so on and so forth. Uh, you get points for that, and that's added to how you qualify for the playoffs. And the playoffs uh, apply on all three of these uh, circuits, the trucks, the Xfinity, and the cup uh, the last segment of races, whether it's eight for the one circuit and ten for maybe it's only like six for the trucks, but nonetheless, uh, they they end the se- the season with a run of playoff races. The Cup do ten, so the stage racing has been a part of NASCAR for a while now. Now they're going to take it away from the road courses, and I, I I like that they're taking it away because I think it does. Uh, Road course racing, as we see in in uh, F one all the time, strategy so important. What do you think about them taking this out of there? I think it's good. Road courses are definitely the toughest races to watch because once somebody's in the lead, you know, you get the top five figured out, top right. ten figured out. It's pretty much if there's not a caution or if, since there's no, you know, the stage now, it's pretty much set in stone. Right. If the pit goes well, that's that's pretty much the order it's going to be in, unless exactly. driver fault. Right or yeah, because when you have with the road course, you're so drawn out. You you got these courses that are two and a half plus miles, and 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 you have a guy spinning in the middle of the track, and the leader's way up, five, six, seven, eight turns ahead of him. It's not going to impact him. By the time he gets back around, I mean obviously there's circumstances where it, it the track's unpassable, and they gotta they gotta caution or red flag. But you 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 don't have people the ability to catch up. Whereas on an oval speedway, every time a caution comes out. Every the the group is bunching up, so uh, they're they're eliminating the uh, the uh, stage breaks in the road courses. Maybe it maybe it plays into some strategy. Maybe you see some teams roll the dice with some fuel, Good. some stuff. Uh, maybe make it a little bit more interesting. Um, I I I think yeah. I, I guess I can see why they wanted to do it. I I don't I don't think uh, 
I don't think it's going to make a huge difference, but maybe it will. Maybe some teams try some things that they couldn't try before, whereas everybody's on the same sequence when you have those cautions and those stoppages, whereas this, you could get some different guys, some guys trying to stay long, some guys short pitting, some other guys doing uh, trying to only make two stops in the whole race. Uh, it will uh, factor it in and make the crew chiefs earn their money, so that's always one thing that I think NASCAR likes, and I think that's always a cool aspect of nascar fuel mileage who has enough who doesn't and it's just the the uncertainty and you're sitting on top of those pit boxes and your guy that you have at 60 to ones out front and they don't know if he's got enough gas and it's like oh it's it's anguish it's really it's tough for everybody involved uh so yeah um be be ready for that if you're getting getting uh into nascar or any of the racing uh circuits for the first time you always have that element fuel and uh you know you just you never know yes loose oh golly i'm pretty sure though didn't they make a new rule now that crew chiefs do not get suspended yeah i believe they. whether it's on pit road or actually on the course i don't i don't know what yeah so what sam's talking about is uh yeah if if you had a loose tire uh, you, you know, your crew chief could be suspended. Four uh, races. Yeah, four races, which is extreme. But uh, it, that's a very important thing when you're going to these pit stops. Uh, you you got to get the thing secure. And with that stupid centered lug nut thing, which I, I hate. I hate In it the too. old days, for those of you who, who are familiar with NASCAR, you used to have the five. Yeah, right there. Right there. There's nice good years with the, yeah, five little things right there on our beautiful Bush Light number 98 provided to us by Ace. We got the Budweiser one over there, but uh, in the old days you had you had several lug nuts on the car. Now you only have the one in the center, and uh, they try to make it so they wouldn't have this happening all the time. But I get it. Some of the times the they I heard some of the teams talking about how tricky it was. And when you're a tire changer, you're so used to doing the boop 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 around the horn, and this is just totally different. So it, it took some some time to adjust. And uh, we did have some loose wheels and some things happen last year, and guys did get suspended. So a I think lo- they re- a lot of loose wheels. I think we reduced the penalty, but yeah, it seemed like a guy was losing one every, every race, race, every and, race, and it man. would always hit somebody else, yeah. or hit somebody <laughs> yeah. on pit road, roll into some. Somebody else's uh, tire carrier. Well, as, the Chris, as Chris would say, we like that. Yeah, well, it, it keeps uh, it keeps the blood flowing. It makes it action packed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, another rule change: uh, the the Ross Chastain thing is supposedly where he ran up and rode the wall at Martinsville to beat out Denny Hamlin for the playoffs. Um, what do you think of that? How many times would that have actually happened? Yeah, I know. I agree. You know, they made a rule for something that's probably never going to happen again. No, that situation is never going to happen again. Right. That perfect situation. Yeah. Right. It reminded me of when the NFL did the pass interference review during this after <laughs> yes. the Saints Rams game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like we'll change the whole rule because of one mistake. And, yes. and again, it was a terrible mistake. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not wild about that. I thought uh, the ingenuity and the creativity of it was pretty cool at the time. Um, I don't know how Denny Hamlin feels about it, but he, he's probably pretty pissed still. That's but, just another reason to get mad at Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So those two have a have a feud going as well. Um, let's no, talk. Also, I, I yeah. like to yes, don't please. interrupt no, the no. cost. Of like fixing the car. Oh yeah, that's why people aren't going to just do that every race. Exactly. Yeah, I mean you're not going to do that. First of all, if, if you're uh, even a marginal team, and or, then or BJ McLeod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, Corey LaJoy. But yeah, you're. That was that was just at the right time. You're right. It's it's the last race. It's or the last race for the playoffs. 
to get in, uh, or actually it was like not really before the playoffs. It was the final cut down uh, for before the last race. But yeah, it, it, it was kind of as one in a million thing. So enjoy it while it lasts. I guess we'll never see yeah, it I'll again. Never see it again, man. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, the schedule. We talked about North Wilkesboro coming back for the All Star race. Pretty pumped about that. Uh, Bristol Dirt's back on Easter. What are your thoughts on that? I know we we talk, we watched that race together yeah, normally on Easter. It, uh, I don't like the dirt. Yeah, I'm about tired of it. I'm pretty much done with it. But the the month of April, that yeah. schedule, I love. Yeah, I love Richmond, Martinsville, Talladega, Dover. Yeah, that's about as good a month of, of tracks as you have. Very. Uh, a wide range of tracks. I wish Bristol would go back to the regular yeah, speedway. Yeah, the dirt, I don't. It throws yeah. it off. So is this going to be our third year for that? Yeah. Yeah, so for those of you, again, getting getting into this for the first time, Bristol Motor Speedway, uh, just a great track. It, it, it's actually, they call it the... Something they I think they refer to it as a Coliseum as well. They used to anyway, not like the Coliseum they had the uh, the clash at. But anyway, it was uh, it, it's a it's a tiny little half mile track, fifteen seconds a lap. It's super loud. It's a bowl. It's in the middle of the hills of Tennessee. Uh, great place. Been there several times myself. Uh, they they decided that they were going to change it up a little bit and add uh, dirt. Uh, this is to be the third year for that. They've added dirt, so it's a dirt track. On this incredible 36 degree banked uh, mini little uh, half mile track, so they got dirt. It's like monster trucks at, down at the West Banker Arena. That kind of dirt, they're racing on dirt. So it's a unique element. Uh, I liked it one year, but I think they should do it like once every five years, not once a year, because Bristol is such a good track. You don't need the dirt. Uh, it's a gimmick. It's like yeah, a it flash. is. It really is. And it starts off with dirt. And then about 50 laps, 75 yeah, laps in. Yeah, and then in, it's worn down to the concrete. Worn down. And then it, it rained last year, right. I think. Nobody could see. Yeah. They're sliding. Yeah. yeah. And you get just, guys fish tailing around. Yeah, it's it's not great. And it, 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 again, it is, it, it is a gimmick. And I get they're trying to draw different people in. But I, I feel like they these, some of these things are creative at first. And now I think it's time for them to switch out of them. Uh, I hope this is the last year for the Bristol Dirt. Uh, but Sam is right. April's really good month. Richmond, great track. Bristol, Martinsville. You got so you got three really good short tracks in a row. Then you go to the biggest speedway of them all at Talladega, and then you go back to a mile speedway at Dover, which is a really exciting track as well. So great month there. Uh, as I mentioned, North Wilkesboro in May at the All Star Race. Super pumped for that. That's an old time speedway that hasn't been in use in oh man, I don't even know how many years. Fifteen years probably at least, since maybe the more. Winston, since the yeah, Winston, Winston Cup, Cup days. Yeah, and then the uh, Chicago Street Race, July second. Um, we, we talked about that earlier in the Xfinity uh, in trucks. Uh, it, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how that'll turn out. You never know. What I'm do glad. you think the goal is of the Chicago street race? I, just to be better than the Chicago land track, well, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that is going to be hard. That is <laughs> yeah, not so going to be hard. That's, that's got to be the goal. Keep the Chicago people happy and give them a better race because Chicago land was pretty boring. Uh, don't. I don't know. I don't. I guess it's just they they hit L.A. They're hitting Chicago now. When are they going to get to New York? That's the only say, thing a New left. New York race would be. Yeah, I mean, cool. I, they don't. I don't even. Uh, do we even go? Yeah, we do the Glen still, but that's it. There's nothing really else up by up by New York. So, yeah, um, it's key. they keep the uh, the Worldwide Tech. I like that track. Um, the uh, Coda. Which are good road courses. You got Pocono. You got New Hampshire still in the mix. They've cut down a lot. A lot of the tracks that were kind of boring, uh, which is good. Uh, They're still, missing one to cut out, and that's the last one. 
Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree. I think Phoenix should only have one race. Not not a, not, not a the super last fan one. of that. Yeah, and then they should have that one in the spring in March because it's the weather, and I I get they want to stay in the warm weather areas. Uh, Michigan's now down to just one race, which is fine. Uh, does Pocono have two this year, or does they only have one? I think they only have one. Okay. Pocono's a track. Uh, Uncle Mark always says, Coach, for those of you who know him from Coach. the uh, from the podcast and Better's Last Stand, Coach said Pocono's the worst track ever to visit live. Uh, I, I probably agree with that. I've never been there, but uh, giant uh, triangular-shaped track. Hard to see, I'm sure, in person, but it's pretty nice on TV, I think. I think it's a pretty exciting race normally. Uh, Kansas, very boring track. Terrible. So you're, you go through a heart of the schedule sometimes, and you're, you're going to have some clunkers in there. But it doesn't mean you can't win money. doesn't mean we can't have fun with them. Uh, what are your thoughts on Nashville, the Super Speedway in Nashville? Any? I think it's cool. I think it's a good market. Yeah. I think that that whole Tennessee market. Yes. I mean, it's a big I mean, shit. Tons of people move there. Right. I just think that. I don't know. I just don't think the racing is going to be as great as it should be. Does now that I'm thinking about it, as I deviate back, is is Kentucky not have any races at all? Nothing. Wow. That not track at Sparta's got nothing. Okay, that's interesting. Um, in, in Indianapolis Road Course, uh, a fan of that one. I, I like that. What do you? What are your thoughts on the uh, Charlotte Roval? And, and I, I kind of like. I it. like the Roval. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I. It's different. I enjoy it. That, that, I didn't at first. Yeah, I thought it was hard to figure out, and then which some of the drivers had problems yeah, figuring yeah. it out too. Big trouble blowing through the cones and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, creative. So Charlotte, uh, NASCAR did something interesting with Charlotte. Charlotte, a really nice, big, long, bigger one of the bigger tracks on the circuit, uh, over a mile and a half. Uh, they they have a road course that's part of it. So part of the the tracks out on the main speedway, and then they dip down into the road course. So it's pretty unique. Uh, do we have the, is the Daytona road course on here? Do we have that again? I feel like we don't. I don't. I don't see it. But Day- Daytona had a road course as well, a little different than the Charlotte Roval, but I don't see it on the schedule. It must have been eliminated. I must have missed that when I was preparing. Uh, I did not do not recall uh, it being eliminated, but it looks like it has been. So anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Nothing to see there, I guess. All right, let's get into some other news and notes here. Uh, what do you think? Kyle Busch makes the jump. Uh, Joe Gibbs racing for years. He makes the move over to uh, Richard Childress. Uh, Richard Childress' uh, quality team. I feel like Austin Dillon's only hanging on because he's know his why grandson. He's there. We know yeah. why he's there. And Austin Dillon's not a bad driver. He's won a race last year. He's, he's winning. He won the Daytona 500 before. He's he's a good racer, uh, but not the quality that really deserves. I think Kyle Busch takes it to another level here. I can, I can consider him a contender for the championship. What yeah. do you say? Yeah, I do too. I think he's got a lot of a lot of stuff to get off his chest. You know, he's right. I mean, one of the pistol thing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Easy. one thing. But that's... Arrested in Mexico for having a firearm. Yeah. Yeesh, I'm just glad he made it out of there. That's that doesn't always work that way for people. But I think just last year they were talking about it. It's his fault that this contract's not right. done. It's like M&M's isn't coming back. What's he going to do? Yeah. He can't find a sponsor. Yeah. Got a new team. Got a new ride. Yeah. I love it's Kyle Busch. I think he, he's uh, very talented. Yeah, I think he's yeah. rejuvenated. I think he, I think he breathes some life into Austin Dillon too. I think Austin Dillon will have a better year this year. I think you got somebody that's that knowledgeable uh, if, in the sport on your team. I think it pushes you. I think sharing information will be huge. I think he'll help out that entire 
racing operation in Richard Childress. So I mean, they need it. Yeah, they do. And again, they have great stuff. Like they just they've got to get more out of their drivers yeah. than they their their equipment is good. It's their uh, it's the their drivers. drivers are the ones that have let them down. And uh, I look for that to change. I think they're going to have one of their better years. All right, let's go on to Kevin Harvick. His final year on the circuit, and unless he pulls the Eric Almirola and decides totally- I had a good year, I'm going to come back. I mean, if he has a good year, he'll be back. Yeah, I agree. And it's hard to get rid of a guy like that because even even though he's getting up there in age. Guy's still good. I mean, he's consistent. Thing about him that I really love, and I gave these picks out a lot on on our Pioneer picks last year. Um, Better's last stand was uh, just beginning, so we really didn't have him. But uh, I I love Kevin Harvick. It's ma- uh, many tracks, several tracks, top ten finishes. He's just so solid, and, and, and he's a guy who stays out of trouble. That's the most remarkable thing about him in all his his times of racing. And you see those guys, Denny Hamlin, guys like him. Truax, they they tend to avoid trouble. But what do you think? Har- Harvick go out with a bang? Does he win a couple I, races? Does I he... think he goes out with a bang and then comes back. Okay. I really do. Yeah. I think he's just yeah. talented. I I, it's just like the Truex thing. Like you know, you, am I gonna? This will be the year I retire. Starts off the year with a win. You know, he's already got a win under his belt. Exactly. Didn't have any last year. Right. No, I know. I, I know his son. I think his son's name might be Keelan Harvick. Is uh-huh. a very talented driver. Right. How old be, is he? Maybe fourteen or fifteen. Okay. Okay. So I think he's gonna be. One of the next up and coming, you know, Cup Xfinity truck drivers, and that you Makes, know, not that order, but right, he'll probably still be around the sport. I know they want to try to have him in the booth, but oh, cool. I just think he's gonna, I think he's gonna have a good year. He's Kevin Harvick. Yeah, I, I agree. He's been um, racing for so long. It's like somebody like Jimmy, I think. Yes, like the date, like the Daytona 500. Jimmy's been racing for so long. He's raced that track countless times. Like, is the muscle memory just gonna come back of just right. like? I'm yeah. Jimmy Johnson, the, yeah, the, the I, champ. I guess it will depend on the car he has underneath him. He, I know. That, that's what I be, think with Harvick. It's yeah. just like he's been doing it so long. Right. And, the, he's just so talented. Yeah, and, and Stuart Haas, again, they are they're they have top-notch stuff too. And honestly, they haven't gotten enough out of their other drivers no. outside of Harvick. Nope. Uh, Eric Almirola had a really good season last year, and he's a guy uh, that, that I mentioned earlier uh, without saying his name. Eric Almirola, to me, is completely mispriced on the super speedways. Like he's forty to one to win a Daytona five hundred. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. He, he's far better than that. He, you got guys like uh, Ryan Priest twenty five, Austin Dillon twenty five. Uh, he can, he's better than both of them, uh, no doubt about it. So when we get to uh, going through picks, early picks of Daytona, he's a guy I love to use there uh, in there in Talladega. He's great on super speedways, and you can find mispriced. I think odds makers uh, just see well he had, he doesn't do that well at other tracks. Although last year I thought Almirola had one of his best seasons ever, and I guess that's why he that's stuck he's around. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't think Stuart Haas has gotten enough out of their team. Uh, Briscoe, what do you think of him? What are your hot thoughts? Seat. He's starting hot to, seat. I agree, and, and I feel like he showed some signs that he could be breaking through. But he's got to get to consistency, and then Ryan Priest uh, comes back to the uh, Cup Series to be with Stuart Haas as well. And this is this is what I'd love. I'd love for Briscoe. I wouldn't love this. This is kind of <laughs> fucked up. But if Briscoe didn't have a great year and he's gone, right? Smoke comes back. Ooh, yeah, I'd love he, it. He got to drop some weight. He yeah, get a little he chunky does. in the booth. He does. He's looking a little wide. <laughs> Who he's am I like to big, talk? But, yeah. like big perk on the TV. yeah, right. Jeez, yeah, yeah. Smoke. Oh, yeah. Smoke. He might have. He he probably has the competitive juices flowing. But I think Briscoe's got to have. Three, uh, three top fives, at yeah. least consistent top tens. If not, what's what's the point of yeah? And being did he, up there? he did win once last year, didn't he? I think Briscoe. I believe, but is it? I just don't think it's enough. Yeah, I thought he. Let's see. Bear with us, folks. Oh yeah, Chase Briscoe won at Phoenix. 
yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I don't think, like, that's so long ago because I'm going to tell you right now, like, Austin Sendrick and Chase Briscoe will both be, like, hot seat drivers. I'm, I'm a fan of Austin Sendrick, and he's another guy on the super speedways that thinks really good. Very good road racer, too. I think he makes a jump this year. I think he's uh, just got to stay consistent. Um, out of those, out of those two guys, who do you think has a better year, Cindric or Briscoe? Cindric. Okay, I agree with that. But I don't think Cindric is on the hot seat because his dad is like yeah. the president. No, I agree. Of, like, I think he gets Penske another year. Uh, anyone that Daytona 500 last yeah, yeah, year, yeah. so that carries weight. So yeah, yeah, no, that helps. His dad is a big wig, so that that's gonna yeah. at least give him another try if he if he gets dropped. Um, Jimmy Johnson, as you mentioned, uh, back involved with the Petty ownership. He's gonna race a limited schedule, includes the Daytona 500 if he can qualify. What do you think? You think he makes the race? The, how many times champion? Eight, nine, however many times he's Seven won. or eight at least. Yeah, just, but, but a lot of people have to qualify. He's got to qualify. Yeah. Pastrana's got to yeah, qualify. Yeah, how about that? Jacques, and, and, Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah, F1's <laughs> finest. Yeah, right. And uh, Connor Daly's yeah, got to qualify Connor Daly, for, yeah. for the money team, Floyd yes. Mayweather. I mean, yeah. Matt. I know. Too many spots. What's what's going on with this? Don't forget Cody Ware. <laughs> oh, my God. Cody Ware's no, and, not and, uh, Elio Castroneves is supposedly going to try to run in, too. But. No. I, I don't know. Mm. What do you What do you feel about Jimmy? You eh, feel good, bad, I mean, sad I, honestly, about it. I kind of feel like he was he was about done when I mean, maybe he gets rejuvenated. But I'd like to see him have one more chance to to do good. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? You think he can compete if he makes it? I don't think so. I just don't but know it's Jimmy. Equipment. I don't know. I mean, he went to IndyCar and he didn't do. I mean, I guess good if, you, if you put him in Chase Elliott's car, he might. But like, I, I, know. I, I know. know. I know. That's just not the case. He's not with the same team anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not going to have uh, – I know uh, from a betting standpoint, uh, he will be probably the most bet driver. Um, you think? For Yeah. People just bet him on sentimentality. Like they just want him to, uh, you know, be good again. Kyle Busch would take some too. Um, but Jimmy Johnson, I always like when guys like that are in the race because they get overbet by people that want to see history or him come back. Uh, I don't know. I'm a Jimmy Johnson guy. I like him. I, I always too. have. I respect the hell out of him. I think he's a great guy and a – Really good for racing all the way around, and uh, you know I give him credit for trying indie cars, and you know he just couldn't get a whole lot of momentum going with that, so he's back where he feels comfortable, and uh, see if he can help out the uh, petty operation. Um, what do you think about AJ Allmendinger coming in full time? Love okay. it. Yep, and he's he's a solid guy. It's like I, mean, I mentioned with the Xfinity, mm-hmm. call it racing. Yep. Watch out. Yeah, call it. I mean, they're they're not messing around when they when they when they send somebody somewhere. They're 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 going to trying to win races. I mean, who they're, were we texting about during the clash? Justin Haley. Yes, yes. Who I'm a big fan of, yes. and I uh, had had a nice ticket on him uh, for the clash. It didn't work out as as well as I hoped, but he he ran well. Uh, big fan of him on the bigger tracks as well. I think he's dangerous there, uh, and I think his all around game is improving too. So uh, the college guys, I think, are. are Improving in, in every level of racing that they're competing in, I think they're uh, they're dangerous. They're they're getting better. Uh, AJ Allmendinger, great road racer, uh, and he's Phenomenal he got better racer. on short tracks too. He's yeah. he's dangerous on the on the uh, restrictor plate uh, tracks as well. I mean he he's starting to round into. And I always thought the thing with him is like he never had any consistency. He was always he'd race like twice, and then he would be off and he'd be out of it for like six weeks, and then he'd come back and he was always on a limited schedule. I felt like he never really got an opportunity to to thrive, but I think he gets a chance now. 
Yeah, 40, 41, yeah. 42 years old, full-time back in the Cup Series. It's pretty cool. Hey, why not? He'll give it a whirl. He might win a race. Definitely look for him, and we'll talk about him definitely when we talk road racing uh, throughout the season. Uh, how about Ty Dillon? He's uh, full-time for Spire Motorsports. Ty Dillon's a guy who I always took shots on in the big races as well. Daytona, Talladega. He's 151 right now, 150 to 1 to win the Daytona 500. It would not be impossible for him to win. He ran up front a lot last year. Um you can get guys like that, good value. Um, I I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's good enough to cut it at this level, or is he just only good on those big tracks and that's it? I think he's only good on the big tracks yeah. and just filling a ride. But right. also it's like him and LaJoy, both for Spire Motorsports, they right. both were up there yeah. at the end of the – I want to say it was – I want to say it was Daytona. Or maybe yeah. Talladega, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, because yeah, LaJoy's run well in those big speedways as but he well. Got, but he got crashed, or he tried to block somebody, or something happened. I yeah. forget what it was. Yeah, no, he did, because I know I had Ty Dillon that day, and he got he get <laughs> yeah, rear-ended in go, the ass, and, yeah. and it was you know upside down from there. Um, he He's... I don't know. I feel like, and I don't. And I like him and his brother Austin. I just don't know how how long they'll hang around. But they got that that children's blood, and uh, you know that's probably going to keep they have it, a TV show too. Keep, yeah, right. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> Reality TV stars. Yeah. You can't stop them there. No. Um, all right, so let's start. Let's start diving in here a little oh, yeah. bit to uh, some of the teams. I want to give you a couple names of some guys, and I want you to tell me what you expect out of them this year. Uh, how about Ross Chester? How about just Trackhouse? Period. What thoughts on on him and uh, Daniel Suarez? Huge breakthrough season for Huge. Trackhouse last year. Uh, Ross Chastain in the number one, and, uh, and and Daniel Suarez in the ninety nine. Both of them won races. Uh, highly competitive, and Daniel Suarez is a guy who I've loved. I, I thought it was ridiculous a couple years ago when he got fired from his previous ride. It was a terrible job. I thought he was a really good race car driver. I still think he is, and. Uh, I, I expect them both to be pretty solid, but do they take a slide back now as other teams get better? I think that Chastain will take a slide back. Right. I think that Suarez may take a little bump forward. Okay, I like that. I agree with that. Uh, I think Suarez probably maybe the more talented of the two. Ross Chastain, though, has one thing. He's got balls, and he yeah, doesn't. He he's not scared of yeah. any of these dudes. He's not intimidated, so that works in his favor. Daniel Suarez may be a little bit too nice, so that yeah, works against true. him that's sometimes. All right, so let's go to Team Penske right now. Um, uh, starting out with uh, Austin Cindric, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, a guy I really, really like. He's probably arguably my favorite driver. Just never seems to win, but he's always consistent, super solid. Uh, you know, playoff contender every year. Uh, thoughts on Cindric and Blaney? I like Blaney more than Cindric. Blaney's okay. always there, like you said. He's always right, right in the mix. Cindric, he is good. He did win the 500. Right. But is it because his last name is Cindric? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and you know, that's, we all know that Daytona 500, a lot of that has to do with luck. At the right very time. True. Very, Being very at true. the right place. Getting the right drafting help. And he did have a good car, and he is good at those. So it's taking nothing away from him. And then finally, um, Joey Logano, defending champ, Team Penske. Um, I mean, Logano's a guy. He's never going to take a backslide. This this dude is as good so as it good. gets. He is. He's arguably the best driver on the circuit, top to bottom, to me. Uh, just incredible uh, tenacity. Gets by people in all kinds of ways. He can do it on all the tracks. Uh, if I had to say who the best overall driver is in this circuit, I would say it's Logano. What do you, What do you think? No, I agree. He's yeah. he's not my favorite. No, I, I do agree. not like seeing yeah. him win. No, I but hear you, dude. He is so good. He's yeah. always in the mix. Yeah, he rubs, always rubs people the wrong way. Yeah, a he lot does. Of the time. All right, uh, we talked already a little about Stuart Haas. Let's talk about Hendrick. Uh, Kyle Larson. Uh, you know, not as good a year last year. The year before, he was 
unbelievable. These new generation car made it a little bit more difficult on them. Still really good season, though. Not Nothing to be ashamed of. Chase Elliott, kind of their, their leader of them. But, I mean, it's pretty amazing that you have Larson and Elliott on the same team, uh, two absolute studs. And then you uh, have Byron, who, who's William Byron, a guy who's up and down. A little too inconsistent for me, but he can't. On, on a given week, he has the right setup. He's really good. And then Alex Bowman, I thought last year, was absolutely dreadful. Terrible. Uh, every single week, he had problem. A lot of it maybe wasn't even his own fault, but he literally was snake bit every single week. I would expect him to either bounce back immensely or he'll be out of the circuit this year. I was just going to say that he is like Briscoe. Yeah. Hot seat. Yeah. Big time hot seat. Do you, do you foresee um, Byron taking a jump up to be able to where he could be as good as Elliot or Larson? Or do you think it just stays Elliot, Larson, the top two, and then a good gap between Byron and Bowman? I just think Elliot and Larson are yeah. that. I mean, Elliot's more talented of drivers. Just- Elliot probably is, if Joey Logano is the best, Elliot's. This one A, one B kind of thing. And Larson's right there too. Yeah, he's right. Running, no, yeah. The, the only thing I'll say here. about Larson that, that makes me mark against him a little bit, I think his super speedway, he's not very good at. The other guys I do, uh, that's where I break the tie because I agree. If you take him on anything with like a mile and a half or less, he's unstoppable. unstoppable. But yeah, the Talladega and Daytona, if he gets any better at those, then I then I would totally agree with that. But Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, hard to argue with those guys as being the uh, the favorites. Uh, for uh for the championship all right let's jump to joe gibbs denny hamlin not his best year last year um he, he you know he would be the first to tell you that uh chris bell who, who's knocking on the door at some big time stardom then you got ty gibbs the grandson and then a guy who i'm super high on had a really tough season last year martin truex jr um i actually wish he didn't win the clash <laughs> i did have him but uh i'd wish he didn't win because I, I, I think it'll hurt his odds a little bit. I'm, I'm going to bet him to win the championship. I think he bounces back in style this year. I think he wins at least three or four races, maybe more. Uh, I expect a big year out of Marty. What do you say? I mean, he's very talented. I think Joe Gibbs Racing in general is a team in some very odd times. Uh-huh. Very odd times because they're kind of old. Yeah, they are. I guess with – I heard that Coy Gibbs, Ty's father that passed away, right. was big with Christopher Bell in the dirt races. Right. And since he passed – Joe Gibbs doesn't let uh, Christopher Bell run these dirt races anymore, Ooh. and Christopher Bell does not like that. Oh, so that's probably so. Bell's kind of they maybe, say yeah. he's on. He hot, might you know. pull a Reddick and hit right hit and jump. And jump then, you know ship. they say FedEx might not come back for Denny. Yeah, you know they just lost Kyle Busch. I know that Ty Gibbs is there, but yeah, he might be the the future. Um, it's a big it, year for him. It is. It's a really it is. big year. Um, who do you expect? To be the top performer, you think uh, Denny, Truax, uh, or do you see Gibbs going right up and passing those? I think Bell probably has the biggest upside right now. Uh, Gibbs probably will in a year, but uh, I'm going with Truax. I think he's going to have a good year. I mean, I think it's Truax or Bell. Yeah. But I think Gibbs can can surprise a lot of people. I really, really do. Do you, do you think Denny Hamlin's hit the uh, stage of his career like a Jimmy Johnson where he kind of just is still good? But not, like, dominating good like he was at one time? I think Denny's still very good. Yeah. I just think he needs to race for his own team. Yeah, no, that's tough because those of you who don't know, again, new to the racing, uh, 23-11, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan, uh, they they have a, a, a just a growing race team right now. It's it's a good team. They got they got good, uh, good uh, obviously, money invested in it. I mean, it doesn't get oh, yeah. much bigger than Michael Jordan. He wants to win all the time. Uh, Denny Hamlin, uh, just you know, a legend around NASCAR in his own right. Uh, you know, they have a, a team here with uh, Tyler Reddick and uh, Bubba Wallace. And I mean, they're they're 
they're good. I mean, I'm not a Bubba Wallace fan, but he's he's solid on many tracks. Um, a little too much of a crybaby for me. He's, Tyler Reddick could be very good this year for 23-11. Yeah, I think he'll be their best driver for sure. But this Bubba and the Speedways, it yeah. always seems like he's right there in the oh, mix yeah. in those last 10 laps. Bubba's there. <laughs> right. He is. He is. He, he's always right in there in, in the draft. Uh Trying to go to the league, getting a little too aggressive sometimes yeah, for me. Hard. And uh, he runs yeah, real he hard. does. He does. Um, let's see what else. Uh, let's go down to. Uh, you see any 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 type of progress being made from Harrison Burton? I thought he was good in Xfinity. Uh, I'm just. I don't know. He's very inconsistent last year. Did never got much momentum. You see him making any type of uh, progress this year? I really don't, but I will say this doesn't count for anything. I think he's got one of the best-looking cars. Yeah. I love that right. Ford Motocraft 21. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I agree. That, that is one of the only yeah. cars that reminds me of, like, an old-school yeah. race like car. Yeah, it even has the old look of the Sitco, like the 21 Wood Brothers legendary yeah. car for years and years. So uh, that's about the only thing I like about him, which is not a good yeah, sign. Yeah, no, that's probably not going to bode well. Uh, the colleague guys, uh, Justin Haley, we talked we talked about them. I, they them. could be the next team that makes them a move upward, like Trackhouse did last year. Uh, Digger and Haley, um, and fans of those guys, uh, think both of them will be contenders at certain races and, uh, look for, look for some uh, improvement. What about front row and any, anything you see from them guys, Michael McDowell, Todd, I don't think Todd Gilliland's that bad. I, I, don't I thought he, I thought he, uh, had some bad luck last year, but at times I thought his car was really good. I thought he was pretty good. Sir, uh, super speedways, road courses. I thought he was he was at least above the middle of the pack uh, most of the time for a guy who's new to the series. I, I'm looking for him to improve a little bit. What yeah, do you say? Gillen's definitely who I would take out of those two. But if I had to pick, you yeah. know, I would rather pick somebody else yeah. other than somebody from front row. The, the one thing I didn't like the, about Todd Gillen, I felt kind of bad for him, is I thought he was pretty decent on the super speedways. They relieved him with Zane yeah. Smith running the yeah. Daytona in yeah. his car. So. Uh, Zane Smith's going to take six races away from him this year, so that kind of sucks. Uh, how about Stuart Haas? Uh, talked about Priest. Ryan Priest was always a guy I would bet at Talladega and Daytona. I really don't see much of a future. I don't think he can do anything other than those two tracks. Um, I, you know, likable guy, but just I don't think he's got it. What His all-around racing ability is not that good. No, it, it, I mean, he's okay, but Almirola's number one for Stuart Haas for me. Yeah, okay. I think he's the number one. Yep. I, I I think uh, he's he could have a he may even outperform Harvick this year. You never know. So uh, I like Almirola. As I said, he's going to be my pick for Daytona 500 right now. If I'm going to give an early pick on him, I'm obviously checking the odds. And you want to shop around your books and find your best odds. And we'll talk more about that as we get close to Daytona next week. Um, it, it's it's good to see. Uh, Almarola continuing. He stays out there another year, so it gives me a chance to bet on him. Um, any any other thoughts on, on any of the teams? I think we pretty much hit on all the big teams and anybody we missed. Uh, Eric Jones, there you go. A guy who won a race last year. Eric Jones is a talented guy. I think certain tracks he's very good at. Him and Noah Gregson uh, with the Legacy Motor Club. Uh, I, know, I, I think those guys will be all right. They'll be competitive. I don't think they'll be great every week, but I thought Eric Jones towards the end of the year last year was Insult. he was consistently in the top 15, top 10. I uh, was betting him quite a bit. And if you remember on the PRP picks, I had him on there quite a few times. Uh, thought he was a guy who, uh, you know, with a decent setup of a car, he's a good racer. It's just it's just going to be tough tough for them because they. I still don't understand what's going on with their team. Yeah. They were only petty GMS for a year. Right. 
and it really Jimmy came and he changed the whole name. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it is an odd operation. It's just weird. Like what what's happening? Yeah, you don't really know. And uh, I feel like that's worked against Eric Jones. I think he's had some bad luck with yeah. his teams the last yeah, several years. Very bad. Just luck. couldn't really find a good home. But uh, um, and I think that's pretty much. Oh, let's we can't not talk oh, about no. Brad Kozlowski. Oh, uh, is he man. is he done? He's he's done. Yeah. He's okay. Done. Yeah, I think so. Uh, what about uh, what about um. Uh, Busher. Busher had a good year last year. He was consistently in the top 15, 10s a lot of times. I, I don't think he's a, a wow-me driver at all, um, and I don't really see him getting any better, but I, no. I think he's solid. Like, he's okay. At, at certain times, I'll play him in, in, in certain situations. Uh, top 10s, those kinds of things, but probably not much of a, of a win bet, win better uh, for for Busher or Kozlowski. No, Kozlowski, even on the super speedways last year, was just terrible. horrendous. He I don't was know horrendous. what's going on. He was so good. And, uh, you know, I, I know he's you know he's part owner with that operation in uh, the Roush Fenway and Kozlowski, RFK. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he's he's got he's to gotta pick it up a little bit. I know he's a, a part owner of his team, but, uh, you know, even he can't stand for that. He no. might get fire himself <laughs> might, yeah, after I would. this. I would. Because, I mean, yeah. you can't show up to the clash and then not – you know, yeah. qualify for the race. It's terrible. Twice. It's terrible. Past champion. I mean, this guy, this guy's two years removed from being a championship contender, like a, really a championship contender. Uh, leaves Penske for for this. Uh, his contract was up, but yeah, uh, not been good for Kozlowski and RFK. Uh, Busher, the far better performer last year. So we will see. Um, Sam, uh, that does it for most of the of the uh, rundown through the Cup Series. And anything that we didn't hit on in any of the circuits that you want to go back to? And then I guess first and foremost, let's get your championship pick. I, I'm going with Marty Truex. What, uh, what say you uh, as far as NASCAR Cup the, Series? It's been, a, it's been a tough one to pick. I'll give you the, the Daytona 500 pick first. Okay, perfect. Pistol Pete, Kyle Busch. All right, I like it. I, I just like something it. about the way he was driving at the Clash. I, I just think he's just a very good driver in general. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just think last year he was just kind of done with all the talk of him getting blamed for everything. Yeah, yeah. Joe, not really. He's kind of had on one foot side. out the door. It looked like towards the end of last year. I agree with that. And I think for the championship, I'm going to go with the number nine Napa. Okay. I think Chase, Chase does. It. I just think right. Chase is good. He's yep. consistent. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves Chase. Yeah, I don't it, want to jump on the bandwagon of Chase, but I just nah, he's a likable guy. Um, he's the about five and a half to one right now. Him and yeah. Kyle Larson, the favorites. Logano at twelve, uh, Chastain twelve. I think that's way too low for him. Uh, Martin Truex around twelve. That's the guy I'm going to go with. Uh, I agree with you. I, I had, well, Kyle Busch I thought is a championship contender as well. And if Ryan Blaney could ever put together some some wins, I think he may be. Uh, for the Daytona 500, I'm going with Eric Almarola, but uh, I'll probably have a couple other guys that I'll slide in there. Uh, Todd Dillon will be one I'm using. David Reagan, if he qualifies, oh I'll be God. using him. He'll be like 300 to one, probably. Pastrana, might yeah. Be <laughs> I won't be betting Pastrana, but uh, yeah, Daytona makes uh, for a good betting race. Uh, lots of lots of potential winners. Uh, most weeks, you can maybe have uh, 15 to 20 winners at Daytona. You could probably have 30 different winners uh, in same with Talladega. So, Sam, any any closing thoughts? Uh, this was fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I enjoyed it a lot. I do actually have some closing thoughts. Okay, I, please. I've, I've noticed like a theme right. between NASCAR and F1. Like they have a similar problem and it has to do with money. Okay. Like the F1 teams don't want to allow other teams in right. so that they make less money. Correct. And NASCAR teams are making so much money 
that they don't like a NASCAR is making so much money. The right. company they don't want to give that money to the team. Spread it. So around. they're in like the same boat with like d different problems. Yes. No, you're right. And I don't understand really why. I don't know either. I guess greed and whoever's in charge. Um, yeah, it is interesting that the, like the trickle down effect that you would you would think like so. so and no more truer uh, case than the Pittsburgh Pirates in oh baseball. Uh, all the money that MLB makes and gives to these teams for their TV contracts and all that, and uh, nothing just keeps it and doesn't spend any of it. It's, it's ridiculous. Which, that's a topic for another day but yeah. on the baseball preview that we'll have on here with probably with Sam and Jarrett uh, down the road as we get closer to baseball season. Look forward to that. Um, anything else you want to hit on? I, I agree with you with that. Um, I'd like to see both of those uh, operations try to Try to make it uh, a little bit more balanced and, and continue to get more teams involved and, and more competitive teams. That's that's the whole key. Yeah, I mean, let an Andretti in. Yes. What's what's the harm of one more team? Yeah. How I much totally mo agree. more money is really are, it's not going to be in yes, your pocket? Yes, absolutely. Coach, welcome. Hey, coach. Did you guys start late? No, uh -uh. we're just we're just finishing now. We're in the last last signing off here momentarily. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it here for the Better's Last Stand Racing Preview Show as Coach comes in to close up shop for the night. Uh, we will be uh, giving out Sam's picks every week. He's going to join us regularly on Skype or Zoom once we get the computer here in the beautiful studio. We'll have him on. We'll have the picks uh, up on Instagram and Twitter every week as we go through the racing season. Uh, again, you got Daytona next week and then the... Uh, the F1 and IndyCar season's right around the corner. So uh, thanks again for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will be back next week on Better's Last Stand as usual. Thanks again to Sam for joining us. Sam, I uh, hope you enjoyed your time here. It was a pleasure. All right. You'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Take care from the Pine Room Studios. Have a great night and a great weekend.